is erroneous. You listen to milk crates and microphones straight out of Lodi, California, y'all. Ladies and gentlemen, I know what you've all been waiting for. You are now listening to the sounds of the I will never come to this place again. Excuse me? If you tell a big enough lie and you tell it frequently enough, it will be believed. Hey, life up, bitch. There's a creepy PC thing out there that really bothers oh, me. Oh, fuck. I can't believe you've done you this. You both should be fired. Who the fuck are you? They highly offended me. If you think that's offensive. And we are back, not to be offensive, just to be a podcast. It's another Friday night, and it is Milk Crates and Motherfucking Microphones. I'm B-Sick, Wonder Ride, Mr. Brandon F-Bomb Fry, and we have a very special show for you tonight. We have a special guest. We have a lot of good things to talk about, and we're going to have a good night. Here to do that again with me, as always, it's your boy, his boy, their boy, everybody's boy, soldier's boy, and Suicide Boys. You know who the fuck he is. It's your motherfucking boy, the infamous nonsense. We're not going to be fucking real rude or nothing tonight. We're not going to be anything but fucking polite. polite. We're going to get this shit done right. So thank you for joining us. Hell yeah. And I appreciate the fuck out of everybody for being out there. We've beaten this COVID and we're beating the fuck out of this motherfucking podcast. Hey, we have podcast. won. We're back and we're going to do our thing. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of speed bumps in life and nothing's going to slow this podcast down. MCMP for life. And as always, here to share that joy with us from now to infinity, it is... Genius, motherfucking three. Yo, 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 what's up, what's up? Hey, Milk People, Happy New Year. Thank hey. you for joining us once again. Thank you, Sig. Thank oh, you very much shit. for letting that be known. It is a Happy New Year. Happy 2022 to all you people out there and yeah. all the Milk People. Thank you for joining us again for another podcast. We are going to do... Uh, you know, we're gonna just set this year off right. This is the first podcast of the new year, even though the um, the last week's podcast has not been released yet. We will be releasing that here shortly. So, before we do any of that, you know, what we're gonna do we're gonna do what we always do. We're gonna start this motherfucker off with this week in motherfucking pop. Yeah. Hi. Hip hop. Much bigger than hip hop, hip hop, hip hop, hip. It's bigger than hip hop, hip hop, hip hop, hip hop. Yo, this motherfucker right here is your boy. He might not be everybody's boy, but he's your boy. He's your boy. It's your boy though. So, Curtis James Jackson the third. Oh, we're going there, huh? Born July sixth, seventy five. Better known as his stage name, 50 motherfucking cent. Mm. Is an American rapper, entrepreneur, known for his impact in the hip-hop industry, and discovered by a lot of motherfuckers out there. The man's changed his whole life. He went from broke to having money to broke again to being on top. Man's been in movies. Man's been shot at. Man used to work out. Man kicked it with Eminem, Dre, and everybody that you think is tight. So, you know, let me just jump off the top here by saying this man has been around for a cool minute, and his first album, definitely... From many men, oh, death, death upon me, and death upon me. Yep, I ain't cry no more. Don't look to the sky no more. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on my soul. Yep. So off that album, his debut album, I want to fucking drop in the club. Shit. The man was in the club, dropping in the club. He was do. How was he doing upside down sit ups, running on a treadmill? How is he doing it? Uh, it's called, I think, steroids. But uh, he, he's fucking. He hey, was yoked. In that video, is, uh, he was yoked. In good shape. So, but now I look back at that video and I'm like, he kind of a skinny motherfucker. 
I thought he was big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when I look back oh, now yeah, in right. time, he kind of kind of slim. I guess he got bigger over time, though. But in okay. that video, we all thought he was kind of like good yeah, size, yeah. He you was, know. He was smaller. And then I look back at it, and I'm like, damn, that, was, that, that motherfucker's kind of small. 2003. Yeah. But your boy Fifty has come with some plenty of heat. He's made that movie Get Rich or Die Trying. Yeah, he, which uh, I thought was cool. Which was a cool movie. Cool movie. Uh, have you seen that show? It's called Power. That he's yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've never fucked with it. I yet. never fucked I've with heard it. Good. it has, very popular. It has, it has really good reviews. I heard good shit. Would you say that the Get Rich or Die Trying would be the black version of like Eight fucking sc- no no like of like of like uh, Godfather? Godfather. You know. Because, you know, he goes from being a young kid, and then he sees shit, and then he becomes the boss, and then yeah. he starts making calls, and then he starts doing his own thing. It's kind of like, it feels like a godfather. Similar storyline, you could say. Kind of reminds yeah. me of, a, uh, what's the one with Very homies familiar. got his boy, Sonny, and Sonny's always smiling, and Bro- uh, Bronx Tale, it's kind of oh, Bronx Tale-ish Tale. a little yeah, bit, it's got yeah, Bronx Tale, yep, yep. that whole kind of like genre of like movie to put into one, you know what I mean? It's got For that sure. vibe, but in a black version. <laughs> what year was no, 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 there's nothing wrong with that. It's no, like, no, you know, everyone's yeah, got a yeah, story, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? Everyone's got a goddamn story, you know? Right here. No, no, I feel you. Did the did the uh, CD and uh, the movie come out in 05? Or the album and the movie? I, I want to say that the album and the movie both came out 05. Okay. And I want to say that the movie actually was really good. And I remember the one song on there that everybody sang was... When he's in jail and he's hitting the wall, when it rains, it pours. <laughs> and then that fucking beat kicks, when yeah. it rains, it pours. That shit's actually hey, hella hard. It's actually a good movie. Good fucking movie, bro. And to top it off by telling everybody out there, if you ain't seen it, you better go see it. Because spoiler alert, it's been out for a long time. Shit, yeah. Go check that motherfucker out. If you haven't out. seen it, you might be sleeping under a rock. Um, no offense. But, no offense. Uh, no offense. But Go the, check it out if you haven't seen hey, it. If you're under that rock, you might not be getting COVID. So check it out. This is the song I want to pull off from the motherfucking album. It's 50 Cent in the club. We're going to play it real quick, but I don't know if we should play it. We probably should, but we'll play it. Is that the song you want? That's the only song I could think of. Oh, no. Play Many Men, dude. Play Many Men. It's the same album. Play Many Men. We could do that. Look at And look at when I put 50 in. Wait a minute. Are you giving out our personal data? I saw personal IP addresses and all this right here on the actual screen two seconds ago. What the hell is going on? We are in the Matrix. This is the blue pill, not the red. Hold on. Uh, Hold on back to, now that you're there for a quick second, the new, the new Matrix was boo-boo. Was it? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's um, three out of five for me. <laughs> we'll get back there. We'll, yeah. we'll get back there. We'll I just want, I'm trying to kill some time as we're um, peeling off the motherfucking labels. All right. We're going to do this real quick, but I, you probably won't get a lot of this, so enjoy it while we got it because uh, Facebook hates it when we play mainstream rappers, so this is probably as mainstream as it gets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. Uh, so this is 50 Cent with This Week in Hip Hop. Uh, and many men. And this shit was hard. Uh, this shit reminds me of Quaid and fucking me. Randy. Uh, Smashing in the Kia. This is not many men, but uh, it's okay. This is okay, though. It's still 50. This is cool, though. This is the same album. 50 Cent, Many Men, Wish Death, Dirty Version. This is cool. Let it go. I've never heard of Dirty Version, but oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's a different version. We Let both came up on the gritty streets of Jamaica, Queens. Two street kids, now men. It's sad it had to end this way. But before I go. Alright, that was 50 Cent. Yeah. 
yeah. Have mercy, y'all. Hey, thanks for, man. Mercy. thanks for tuning in. Those many men appreciate the I'm fuck sorry. out, y'all. You know, you know how it is out here. <laughs> it's a hard one. Many, man. We we do quick ones. Many, I mean, many, 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 I kind of stepped through, stepped to the side, and let you guys kind of talk about that because, to be honest, <clears throat> I was never a fan of Fifty Cent. I that was right when Fifty kind of blew up. Was right when I was yeah. getting dug into underground hip hop, yeah. and I just had my feet dug in you know what i mean like yeah, yeah. i'm not going to the mainstream side i will say that and so that kind of like threw me off i, I like that first album uh oh, i think, I think a great I think, fucking album? i think from beginning to end um everyone great. was pretty much bumping it that i great. knew at least at that time um it, hey. it was so hot but before that i knew 50 because he was doing all those fucking mixtapes or whatever you mm-hmm, want to call mm-hmm, them mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the original mixtapes yeah they would come out but he got a lot of beef in the beginning for supposedly stealing his name, the yeah. real Fifty Cent. Fifty Cent got he got he got fucking shot in the face. This fool was a real a real thug. I give it up. Too. I give it up. I a give real it up. thug, and then got a chance, an opportunity. He also fucking put himself out there, you know, really well. He was a street fucking marketing genius. Any know? rapper that's been shot, and you actually live about it to tell the story, and then you right. ain't getting shot at again. Yeah, yeah. I give Not you major respect. Hey, hold on, time I, out. Do we stamp that? I stamp that. I stamp it because 50, 50, 50, stamp 50 I stamp 50 yeah. I stamp it I stamp Sig? 50 See I stamp 50 I don't To associate what he's saying <laughs> About rappers that have been shot And they make a full recovery And do good yeah. I've been listening to this full name Cash Out Ace Cash Out Ace This full got shot by this full name Guero 10K Guero 10K Guero? No Guero oh. Guero Like, uh, like G-U-E-R-O Guero Guero Yeah Guero 10K Guero A.K.A. Guero Now these fools are from Guero. Houston Texas Big time deal things Okay Now these fools are blowing up Over over grimy Like talking shit over music and shit uh-huh. I'll shoot you won't shoot Type of shit Guero 10K came to this fool's music video shot, shot the fuck out of the whole shoot up, shot the whole fucking, the whole video shoot up, shot, uh-huh. shot nothing but innocent people, end up shooting the guy he was looking for, blew off half his brain. Half his brain? Yeah, blew off half of it. Like a quarter, like, and he had to learn how to he, walk, talk, he rap. He lived. This motherfucker's better than ever now, rapping better than ever. And the name of this guy is what again? This is Cash Out Ace. Cash Out Ace has he's missing half a brain. Yes, better than ever now. It reminds me of uh, you know like the Scotty Kramer. Of, no, shit. no, 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 no. Oh, kind of, but the, that does the pictures reminded me same of that. Picture, but same the, picture. It, that reminds me the fact that he got better reminds me of the idiot savant stuff where people hit their head and then all of a sudden are like. Can, they see stuff in geometry and like do different, fucking crazy different. shit. You know what I mean? This man is saying some people go into comas and come out and they're like smarter and better than they've bro, ever been. This man, everyone was stressing that he wouldn't be able to come back and write bars. This man writing bars better than ever. Yeah, <laughs> like tight shit. That's crazy. Now Guero 10K, he makes tight ass music too. He got a few good hits, but this full fucking cash out ace. He's a legit celebrity. Blue check by his name now on Instagram. He's blowing up big, bro. Like, what is it? Special delivery. 720 Howard uh, Street special uh, delivery uh, special T-shirts delivery. in the building. Uh, 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 All I want to say though is so I just went outside real quick to go uh, use the restroom. Did you pee on the box? Back out there. <laughs> no, the dogs did. <laughs> that motherfucker peed on the <laughs> box. Peed on the special box. Delivery. Son of a uh, special uh, piss uh, every. Uh. <laughs> Hey, and real quick, if you haven't noticed, check out these fucking fire badass new put up the fire shirt MCMP, uh, shirts that we got on display in front of the, uh, the love you, love you, love you table here, the booth here tonight. Oh my god! And what we have in front of you is what we just Woo. fucking received in the mail, guys. Woo. Some brand new, hey, hot, hot off the hot, presses. Hot, 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 milk, hot, milk, hot, milk, hot, world hot, order. Four, 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 four life. Shit. Milk World Order for Life. If you guys haven't seen the hard school, the hard hoodie, hardest life. Show them the front. 
Did you get a yeah. large? Hey, there's the yeah. Reaper you right there. You should have got extra large. The motherfucker is a little snuggy, but it feels so, good. Hey. It feels good, though. Hey, we got a, a, a CrossFitter over hey. here. He'll fucking wear it as a muscle. Uh, hey, he, he cuts uh, the arms off. He's going to cut shit. the arms off yeah. and just wear it with no <laughs> arms under it. Like, goddamn, B. Fucking hey, Why wouldn't you, man? I mean, fucking eh. Why now? What time you got on the motherfucking Richter? 658 <laughs> yeah, we could. on the Richter hey, scale. Guys, hey, if you're uh, tuned in, we have Elronius fucking coming Showing up soon up. here. Showing um, up. Oakland-based uh, MC, hip-hop fucking lyric legend. So tell me tell me about you, though. What's going on? What have you been up to? You went where this week? Where you been? Where have I been? To hell and back, brother. And I fucking survived. Nah, nice. where, where where have I been? I've been fucking laying low, just kind of. You deal pick. with any sick people close to you? Personally, no. I've I've been dealing with no sick people close to me. Lucky man, lucky um, man. Yeah, you know. But uh, you know, I I do like my sister. She knows. You know, I see people at her work who are getting it though. Um, that's in San Francisco. Hold is your sister. When I seen her, you guys posted a picture together not so long ago. Hold is she? Um, gonna be thirty. Jesus. Born in. Is she still DJ? Ninety two. Uh, DJ Dollhead is um, not currently DJing, Why don't but you have her come and still just has all of her shit. Have her come flip a fucking and like a section over she, here she while the will, podcast She goes will on. probably be uh, live in the studio at some point in the near future. Here, I will say, really? yeah, why not? Nice. Uh, yeah, why I'm not? I'm not yeah. saying she's gonna be spinning a set. You should but, have her just uh, spin a she set. She can come sit down well, and we'll talk fucking shit by. with us. Talk she, uh, she, activism with us. Yeah, she has some stories, you know. Um, she's a little fucking. It's punk, crazy, punk rockhead, but it's crazy because when we were younger, she was so young. You know what I mean? Like when me and Sig were friends in like sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth oh, grade. Four years she at was that like, time. At that time, four years is a huge. big deal. She was like dude. five years old. That's a big deal. So dude. it's just crazy that to say that she's gonna be thirty. I'm like, what? Wait that's a crazy, second. Huh? But that's how everything is. I think life uh, just moves. Time moving. So time quick. is moving. Moves so fast. What up? Shout out to our boy Maximilian. We out here with you. Thank you for tuning into the hey, podcast. Hell yeah! Happy New Year, uh, milk people out there. Thank you for fucking riding with us. Uh, we have a good 2022 coming your way, I will say. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that later on. We got some uh, some some good guests coming up soon here, and we're very excited for that. The guests don't stop around here. No, I mean, you know why? Because the show's been hot. And uh, What up, Kelleher? Thank you for tuning in. Brett, we appreciate the fuck out of you. But the like sh- I the said. The show's been hot. The show's been hot, man. The guests are hot. The show's been hot. Yeah. Shit. We're out here doing things that differently than motherfuckers would normally not do. For sure. So, I mean, some people out here are kind of like, hey, man, you know, maybe maybe you guys should try to change the platform up yeah, if you're yeah. getting muted. For sure. You know what we say? We're going to change the platform as soon as you motherfuckers catch on to it. Once That's you motherfuckers right. start checking right. out, then we'll check in. And those, right. and those are things that might happen in the future here. And oh, we got know. changes. This year is going to be a big year but for the once podcast. Again, yes, 2022, you know, I just feel it in my bones. It's going to be a big year for the podcast. It's a big year for the podcast. I just want to take you I with promise me. You, I promise you we're going to get a new studio. That's going to be huge. Um, yeah, and that's fucking going to be so dope. I just want to take wait. take you with me. That's all. That's all I can say. If you're out there with us, we just want to take you with us. To wherever take the you fuck on a ride. we're going. We're taking you. Yeah, if you're down to ride. I'm, you gotta be down to ride. Gotta be down to ride. I'm always down to ride. Personally. You know, sometimes I'll be like, might be a little bitch about it. Hey, man, come on, man, we ride. I'm like, I don't know, I don't know, man. It's gonna We're be fun. Gonna ride. All right, all right. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come every time. Hell yeah. All right, joining us now, joining the podcast, milk crates and motherfucking microphones. He is a Bay Area legend, another wordsmith, another man that is very proficient on the mic, and somebody that's really 
really into the activism life and doing the good thing. He is my man, your man. It is Elronius. LR, what's up, bro? Thank you for joining us. Hey, I'm chilling, man. How y'all doing? We're doing great. Real good. Yeah, yeah. Like that. Uh, smoke that. I'm with that. Hell yeah. We're going to smoke what we got. You know what I mean? I, it's Friday. We're all chilling out, having a drink, and got to have a little smoke with it. That's right. That's right. Well, thank you for uh, spending your Friday with us, with the Milk People, with Milk Crates and Microphones. Uh, um, as somebody that's been a fan of your music for a long time, it's it's a really pl- it's a pleasure to li- to talk to you and get to ask some questions. Uh, first thing is how how you doing? How's life been treating you during this crazy time that we're living in? Oh man, uh, as of today, I'm cool. I just got my uh, my little punk ass Pfizer booster. Oh shit! Uh, okay. You know, everybody, every other person I know is sick. So you know, I'm I'm chilling. That's good. That's good. Yeah, there is a lot of people sick right now. The that holiday, uh, man, whatever they call it, that holiday boost or whatever. It's it's been real. Yeah, for real. Everybody I know, man. My whole family got sick. I'm like, oh man. Hopefully they're doing it's good. Like, How they doing? Are they they doing all right? Everybody's good. Yeah, you know, this like, like I got COVID, so I got the first one and damn near died. Jesus. You know that was like 2020. You got that real yeah. escape from the lab shit. Man, I got that that official man. They gave it to me. <laughs> Jesus, they sprinkled wow. me with it. Almost, almost cashed out. But you know, how long did I'm that? Here. How long did that affect you the first time? Oh man, so look, I got that in like January 2020. Oh shit! And then the first day of lockdown, which was March 15th, that's when I started feeling good. Oh wow! Up for like three months, and then from there, I just like man. Let me just stay on my super mega health kick. I mean, it knocked me down so much. I was hella skinny. I was like, man, let me try to get my yokes back at least, you know? So mm-hmm. just get on my kick and stay on that. You know, I'm a, I'm a huge advocate of sea moss. I try to get all my homies some sea moss every now and then, you know, herb too. Of you course. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the oh, simple yeah. things. And all that. So I went through that. So I, I don't recommend that to nobody. So I got the, I got the vaccine last year and... Ever since I got the vaccine, it seems like everybody around me has been sick. You know what I mean? And now this new one's like, everybody's sick, but they ain't sick getting knocked down. They're sick like they got a running, they got a bad case of the running nose. Exactly. You know what I mean? And, and a couple of achy bones or whatever. So yeah. that's just that's just winter. So we don't really trip off that. that and that that's kind of what I was explaining to some of the homies. I'm like, you know, buckle in because this is kind of probably going to be a thing every year, just like flu season, just like the cold yeah. season. There's going to be the COVID season now, and uh, we got to yeah. learn how to get through that. I mean, as we're seeing, it, I mean, it's getting weaker and weaker. Yeah. You know what I mean? The yeah. first one was killing people. The second one was knocking people down for a week and a half. This one's like, they got a bad case of the running now. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we don't know what's going to happen next year, but hopefully it just keeps getting weaker and weaker until it dies out. Yeah. Oh, they, the human immune system is an amazing thing. And that I think that's something that uh, the media and a lot of people are not are failing to push is let's boost the immune system. Let's be healthy. Let's, let's exercise. Uh, let's move around. Let's eat healthy. That's a lot of the, a lot of the steps that we need to take to help fight this thing off yeah they'd rather promote a vaccine instead of saying hey man just get healthy just get better yeah just fucking eat right yeah man (laughs) do the right things spike would say exactly do the right things well you're somebody that's been doing the right things for a long time in the music industry uh how how long exactly when did you release your first album i know it was early in the 90s so how long you been at this i've been at this music thing since (laughs) 1990 so we, me and my homies, like I, I used to wrestle at San Francisco State, 
and uh, one of the wrestlers on the team, he he played drums, and he knew I had been writing rap since I was like 15. You know what I'm saying? And, and like, you know, I knew a lot of people coming up, and none of them was like, "Oh man, come rap with me." So, <laughs> so he he was he dared me like, "Oh, you can't rap." You can. I was like, "Bro, I can do this." He's like, "How dare you? We got a rehearsal studio." I was like, "Oh, where? A rehearsal studio?" And I go in there, and it's like. Uh, yeah, I got some raps, but I got like 16s. I got a 24, maybe like full, just rap. And it's like just <laughs> him and a bass player or him and a guitar player. And they're just going and going. So that just had me go, okay, I got to step everything up just to be able to rap in a session with these fools, let alone start creating songs. So that, that got me started right there in 90. Uh, that group was called Last to Serve. We ended up being you know, called Last to Serve. Uh, you heard of Haiku Deta. Mm -hmm. Haiku Deta, basically my band without me and my partner. So, <laughs> so my whole band and a couple extra all-stars and AC Lo, Ab, and Micah. So that wow. was last to serve. Uh, we put out a record in 1995. And then, uh, you know, we split up after that and everybody, you know, amicably went their separate ways. And, you know, everybody stood off to do their own thing. and. Me personally, I just wanted to put out a lot of records. Yeah. And and it, it was and when I said that, I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll see y'all next year when I put out this record. <laughs> and then you go to put out records in the nineties, you're like, uh, sorry, sir, that'll be $175 an hour plus engineer fee. Oh, plus you hell no. Tape, and that costs like $350. It's only 18 minutes on it. So figure out what you want, you know, all this stuff. Like, oh, it's a real investment to do this, you know, and it ain't just like and we were always rocking stages. So, you know, from 1990 on, there was no time where I wasn't rocking the stage, whether I have a band or not. It's just, you know, once you're on in the Bay, it wasn't like, oh, who has the best record? Like, nah, who can rap the best? Who can, who can actually style it and mm -hmm. put on a great show? So, you know, back then there was a mainstay of like three, not three people, it was like three entities. So Mr. Journeyman, mm -hmm. they played every day of the week. My group, played every other day of the week and then there's a dude named mike t and he, anytime anybody major came to town mike t was rocking you okay. know what i mean so you had to be able to rock so we kept rocking the whole time and and you know doing these little shows for like you know back in the 90s a hundred dollars a show that wasn't paying for no studio time no. so you know we had settling our day hustle uh add you know add this and that piece up with a couple homies and then just try to really put out records and mash it out. So, you know, it's spaced out a little longer than I thought it would in the 90s, but, you know, we were putting out records thorough probably, you know, since 95. Damn, and in the 90s, like you were saying, it's a lot harder to make a record. Uh, yeah. it's, it's not like you could go on your computer nowadays and just and, Press and rap up. into it. Yeah. It was a lot harder yeah. to get into a studio and that type of thing. Um, yeah. And you talked a little bit about how your band went on and worked with Haiku Ta. How was it? Was Freestyle Fellowship something that you looked up to in the '90s when you were making music? Was that something that you were kind of into that 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 vibe of music? Um, well, we didn't like we got it. You know what I mean? Like, L.A. and the Bay are two different worlds. You know sure. what I'm saying? Sure. So like, we got our own sound, our own definition of what hip hop is, and all that. Don't get me wrong, we love Freestyle Fellowship. Mm -hmm. They're they're you know those are my brothers. And those are some, you know, they're like the gods of, of hip hop out here. Um, but first time I ever heard them was like, I heard the Project Blowed record first. 
and I heard AC and Ab and all them. And then somebody said, oh, you heard that? Well, I got this first freestyle fellowship record. <laughs> and I was like, well, what's that? And then you hear the first one, you're like, you know, who am I making sir? You're like, oh shit. shit. They've been doing this, doing this for a while. And like, and there's similarities and we probably have some of the same like uh, influences, you know, mm. but when we are like, you know, my partner who I first rapped with, he was from LA, he was from Culver City and they rap different in Culver City than they rap anywhere else, you know mm. what I mean? So just, uh, you know, it, it was, we heard of them and, and until I saw them, I didn't really understand how truly dope they were. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Them early in like 1992, you know, like on, on a whim, me and the homie went, you know, like I said, my homie's from Culver City. So we go down there and kick it. And Prince had a club called Glam Slam huh. and, and Everlast is performing. Like, oh, cool. We'll go see House of Pain. Everlast is Everlast is like, his show, his set is over, but he brought up damn near every dope MC in LA at the time. So they're all busting. And then Peace came up and started rapping. And then I was like, what the they're like, oh, that's Freestyle Fellowship. I'm like, what? I was like, I heard of Freestyle Fellowship. I thought they came out like hella long ago. And this dude's like 15. Like how <laughs> dope are these motherfuckers? You know what I'm saying? That's tight. So wow. at that point, really understood. And, you know, there's somebody to be like revered and studied. You know what I mean? For sure. And that and that, to, you know, that is a true statement too. You're saying that the LA and the Bay are two different styles because just from you yeah. can tell that chop the way that they chop you know the chop flow that freestyle fellowship had compared to the bay area is a little bit more like just easy free you know like kind of flowing mm -hmm. uh, oh for sure, and, sure. And, but, but when you hear that style the that freestyle fellowship the way that that mike and i or peace the way that they chop it up that that is like on first impression is like holy fuck what is this like where where <laughs> has this been yeah i know when i first heard it it blew my fucking mind I mean, but on the same token, like when when To Whom We Make Concern was like, I think it was like 89, they started writing that and recording that. The same time we had E-40 up here uh. flipping styles, like E-40 don't rap that way no more. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like no. when he first came, he sounded like a freestyle fellowship type of rapper, MC. For sure. And, we, you know, and I knew, cause you know, that's like, it's, that's early wave of hip hop for me. Like that's my older sister's wave. You know what I mean? She turned me on to a whole lot of music that I probably wouldn't have listened to because I was younger. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm listening to Special Ed and she's talking about E-40. I'm like, what? Well, well, hold on. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it? I had to be turned on to that, you know, just like fellowship too. You know what I mean? And, and you know, you dig your groove on certain things. You see like, damn, people, you know, I don't know where that influence came from. Like I said, E-40 got it. He up here in Vallejo and the fellowship got it. They down there, you know, Nobody got it like the fellowship got it. Yeah. And you know, and on the same token, nobody got it like forty got it. Oh, mm -hmm. for sure. Especially that old shit that, that like you're click. talking about yeah. back in the that day. That original the click oh. shit was so good, yeah. dude. Oh yeah. Man. That shit's good, dude. That, Classics. That drought season shit, super good, dude. Man. For sure. Man. Hey, you mentioned E40, uh, Freestyle Fellowship. Who else uh, did you listen to, you know, growing up and you know, who inspired you to write and rap? Uh man, so I listen to rap from like jump, you know what I'm saying? Like Sugar Hill Gang, I'm seven, you know what I mean? So by the time Run DMC came out, I was loving it, and that was something you listen to. And then 
you heard like uh, uh, you heard the message. It's like a jungle sometimes. That's like, damn, that's something yeah. to listen to. Broken you know glass. what I'm saying? And then you saw LL Cool J, and that fool in that scene said box, and he yeah. started busting his radio verse. You like, hold on. Now that's what I'm. That's me right there. That's something I could do. And as a matter of fact, I don't just want to do. I'm going to do that every day. And that was the first day I saw that scene. I started writing raps that day. That's cool. You know, like that's that. I'm not saying that I was LL Cool J club because I don't rap nothing like him, but he was like, damn. And dude was like, you know, two, three years older than us. I mean, he looked like a grown man, but you know. Yeah. Were you like, were you rocking the one leg up? Did you, early. Did you pull the one leg up is the question. <laughs> no, never that. No, <laughs> no, no. The Bay Area style is different than like that. Yes, sir. Uh, no. Uh, uh, so you were you were born in San Francisco. Did you come up most of the time in San Francisco? Is that kind of was your stomping grounds? No, I wasn't born. I was born in Oakland. Oh shit, O Town, yeah. Oakland. Oakland. Uh, I was raised on the little island next to Oakland called Alameda. Yes. Played sports. Uh, I came up with a bunch of you know some legendary graffiti writers. You might have heard of Mike Dream. Uh-huh. That's Padna. You know what I mean? R.I.P. I came up with a lot of like b-boys you know it's an island so we're kind of closed in but we had you know the luxury of seeing everything uh you know beat street was at our little island theater you know what i'm saying we saw all that stuff breaking everything and we absorbed it tough and heavy and you know we were on an island so it wasn't like everybody was dope who were dope were the the other elements not you know we had a couple of dudes who could dj and you know, homie Glenn Ari became like DJ Cameo at one point, but it was mostly like B boys, like dudes could really break dance and mm-hmm. and kill it. Mm-hmm. And we had graffiti artists like Dream, basically created World open graffiti. Known, yeah, you know the aesthetic of it. He, I'm not saying he was the first person, but you know, getting up all the time, getting everybody else up. Those aesthetics of hip hop, oh, yeah. like we learned that in Alameda. And then when I moved to San Francisco, that's when it was like. You know, uh, there's some legendary shows that happened in San Francisco right when I moved there. You know, I was on the wrestling team at SF State, so any show that came to SF State, I was in there for free. So, you know, oh, man, Paul Quest, everybody's there. You know, that's the first time I ever saw circles. Like, like, fools used to rap, but I'm talking about, like, full-blown circles and, like, damn, a circle there, a circle there, fools getting down, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's like, it became real tough and heavy in San Francisco became like, oh, this is where I want to rap at. You know what I mean? As much as I've been trying to rap in Oakland and in Alameda where I was growing up and I wasn't like ready yet, by the time I got to San Francisco, I was like, it's on and this is the perfect, you know, scenery environment for it. Check it. Oh, for sure. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. So like er- in the earlier times there in, in Oakland, do you have any like interactions with the hieroglyphics um, out there? Man, uh, I I wanted to. <laughs> I mean, I met Dell through my homie uh, Javante, Javante uh, Turner, skateboard extraordinaire. He introduced me to Dell, and I would see Dell at the Journeyman's house because the Journeyman were like they're basically the epicenter of underground. Like they were the epicenter of underground hip hop in the Bay. Yeah, you know. What I mean? And so I mean, like I said, they performed everywhere and knew everybody. But it wasn't just knowing everybody. It was like bringing everybody together, mm-hmm. whether that be like they throwing shows or 
come kick it at their crib because you know yeah. it was a bunch of them was living together and they had, they're in the warehouses so you you would see certain people and all that but uh i i when i first came up and i first like ooh, i'm tired of this rap stuff and i heard there was this rave called the floppy house in oakland okay and the first rave went off so that her souls of mischief and casual were there tearing the mic up <laughs> i was like oh i'm going next week hell yeah so we go and it was just a rave and nobody was there rapping nothing so we just kept going and going and going it was a dope party but we went there to see you know and see if you know what the mc world was like over yeah. there it was really getting down so there was really, there was there was really yeah. no there was really no mcs getting down over there that was like the word that was just word of mouth to get everyone to come not at that spot i mean i guess the first night it was lit but after that it was just a party you know, pretty girls, everybody uh -huh. dancing. It was a rave. They needed so, you, man. They needed you to go up there and grab that fucking mic. They were like, hey, we set it up. Let them come. Let them slay it down. <laughs> Keep it a buck. There wasn't even no mics there. Oh, I shit. Was like, oh, we were thoroughly disappointed. Needless oh, to say. Yeah, definitely, you know, definitely. We're at SF State. We're in a cut. And we go come all the way to downtown Oakland on a whim. And like, oh, y'all kind of played us. But it was a cool party. That's cool. You That's hella cool. We met up with the homies later on in the, in the push, you know. What year was that? Uh, say that again. What year was that? What the floppy house? Yeah. What year was that? Nineteen ninety. Oh shit. Nineteen ninety. That's a forever ago now, huh? That's crazy. And those dudes were like, those dudes were like high school. You know what I'm saying? We're like sophomores in college. Those dudes are high school, and I'm like, damn, these high school kids are going to turn a party out. We can go see what's popping too, you know what I'm saying? But it never really came to fruition. But you know, we met all those guys later on, before everybody blew up, and you know, everybody's homies and shit. You know Damn what near I mean? what 30, 33 years ago and shit, thirty two, thirty something years ago. That's insane, man. Bro, definitely. That's super crazy. I have, yeah, I have a little. I have a touch of everybody in the bay. You know what I mean? Like I've been around like hieroglyphics. I played. The record release party for 93 till infinity me and my band Yeet, that's tight as and and another group called fm20 and they're like legendary you know just four djs uh you know uh Qbert shortcut disc apollo and the homie nim was the mc so it's you know legendary people all around you know what i'm saying yeah it's been a long long journey i, I mean sure man and i mean that was back where it's just we're just rapid those guys brought it to the forefront of, like, we thought we were creating a culture that was a counterculture, because, like I said, San Francisco was like an epicenter for uh, performances. We had the Gavin Convention, which was like all radio, so every hip-hop was new. So, mm -hmm. you know, everybody who's dope, who you can think of, I don't care how big or how large you thought they were at the time, they came to San Francisco to perform at the same little spots we performed at. And sometimes they perform with us. You know what I mean? So when you, you walk down the street and see Big Daddy Kane, and he's walking and going into the club. He's having a problem getting in the, the club that you just normally walk Damn into. You're like, damn. Jesus. You know, you know like, what I mean? Like, hip-hop is starting to get big, big at that point. You know what I mean? And like like I said, we're just rapping. We're, we're, we're fans of it, too. You know, you ask anybody who's coming up and we're coming up, we're all just fans. And, but we had something to say, and we liked our own little way we did our own music too you know what i mean yeah yeah when you were coming up who who really inspired you to be like i want to make hip-hop though like real ass hip-hop like who were you like 
I know that there's Run DMC. I get that there's fucking like that New York shit's bumping off because big time because of MTV's happening and my music box is happening. All this shit is getting visually seen. Breakdancing is happening. All this is happening. Tapes are happening. People are recording. Who in your neighborhood was like, hey, check this out. I think that you would really like this or or better yet, who are you listening to where you're like, man, I think I can really fucking do this. So look, like I said, we had a band, right? And my band, we used to we used to rehearse at my house, my crib. So I lived at 510 Hate Street and it was above a cafe. So when we performed or rehearsed in our living room, nobody tripped. You know what I mean? And at the same time, we had neighbors that lived above us who would perf- who not perform. They would record music. They record like 200 songs a month. That yeah. group was called Board Stiff. Hell yeah. Like, oh, shit. They would, they would be chilling on my porch. When I moved to Lower Hate, I moved basically to there where they kicked it at. That's you know, tight. You know what I'm saying? So I'd have to walk past them to go upstairs. And then eventually, like this is like one end of Hate Street. I mean, on the same block. You know what I'm saying? So I moved from one end of the block to the other end of the block. So when we moved to the other end of the block, we used to like kick it tough and heavy. And by that point, we were hella cool with board shit. And they would just be like, oh man, check this out. And they would give us like a 90 minute tape and it'd be a four track tape. And it'd be like, we all kicked it yesterday and had these conversations. All of a sudden, these are songs they got. You're like, oh damn, y'all are really on it. Like I said, they're like, they were like, you know, we're we're here to call our shit like street journalism. You know, we ain't we ain't really a reporter, but we're gonna tell you some real shit. You know what I mean? And these guys were doing it like every day. Not just like, oh, we're gonna make this one record. They were doing it like every day and it didn't matter if it came out as long as them and their homies can listen to it. And we became the homies that got to listen to it as well. And you know, these dudes, like I said, these dudes are younger than us also. Just happen you know to be I mean? in the spot, huh? That's fucking awesome, man, how that works out <laughs> like that. A huge mecca for a lot of music and stuff. And we fell right into place. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're right there on so, Hate Street. It's all right there, just about. I mean, you got Amoeba up on the fucking corner towards McDonald's and shit. I mean, you right there. I mean, come on. We were before, before Amoeba, bro. See? Even better, Amoeba you were there. We were bowling alley. Oh, damn. <laughs> wow. And I'm, I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you mentioned, uh, you know, Quipto and Board Stiff. But we had... Equipped one before, you know, in the past, and uh, super cool dude. Yeah, you know, I'm curious, you know, when did you first start making music with Equipto? I know you have a number of like tracks with Equipto. Um, when did you guys first start making music together? Um, damn, it's like I think it was 2010. We wanted to like bring a bunch of the homies together. Uh, under one umbrella so we got I think we had like nine or ten of us it was like me Shag Nasty Agent Strict Nine uh, uh, Kurt Sack uh, damn hell of a it was, it was of all of us Equip though you know all the board stiff members a lot of people came through um, and, and it was it was really about just you know let's push this as far as we can push it you know what I mean yeah. and I had been I had taken some time off because I used to be an educator. And then uh, I got put in this one school where it's like the kids will test you if you ain't there every day. They're like, oh, this motherfucker don't care, blah, blah, blah. So yeah. I made it I made it a thing that I'm like, man, I'm not leaving, motherfucker. This school will have to close down before I leave. And pretty much the school closed down for me to leave. And when the school <laughs> closed down, like the next week I was like, man, 
I got to get back to these rats, man. What am I doing? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just took three years off not doing anything. You know what I mean? So when I came back, I was fresh. And and I'm anybody can tell you, I'm, I'm like a drill sergeant in the studio. I don't care who it is. I don't care if you're the dopest in the world or the wackest in the world. You're not coming in that studio and lollygagging with me. We're not going to waste no time. We could be outside kicking it and enjoying sunlight and looking at, you know, what the world has to offer instead of being in this little room. Mm. So we're going to we're going to squeeze some juices out. You know what I mean? So working with Ian them, it's like every day, you know, like every time I would come to studio, first I'll come to studio like once a week. And then it's like, ah, oh, you know, we liked it. Ah, oh, a couple, couple more times. It's like, man, we need to start recording some shit. Then you start recording shit. And it's like, oh, oh, oh. Then it's like every day for some amount of years. And there's, I mean, I got a, I got a hard drive of like you know two hundred songs. Yeah, they got way more than I do. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And I, I'm not, I'm a song hog, meaning like shit. If there's a song to be made, I'm on that motherfucker. I might have the first verse on every song. <laughs> that's just how it works. I finish first and I record everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's a lot of music out there. Hey, talking about <laughs> talking about being a workhorse in the studio. You know, one of my favorite albums by you is Imaginarium. You know, I believe Tell that em. dropped in '98. And this is an album that's regarded as a, you know, a true hip-hop classic, man. And, uh, you know, a fucking independent hip-hop classic. And a lot of people regard it as, you know, a, a, tr a true legendary album, man. Talk a little bit Thank about you. that, you know, creative process for that album. And, you know, what went into that? How long did it take? Very good. Hey, very good question, John. I appreciate you. For sure. <laughs> this is our boy Sig. That was a good, good generalistic question. I, right love, for I, him. I love that and album, how, man. And how long did it take for the album to get pressed and put out, too? I'd throw that on top. I was like, so that whole thing was a process. So the concept of Imaginarium, I had him when I was with the band and we were breaking up and I was like, man, I'll see you motherfuckers next year with this dope ass record that's in my hand. <laughs> and <laughs> so by the time I actually got anything written down and, and like, like knowing that it's gonna be a record, it was like two years later. So since it took two years just to write all that, I'm like, okay, now I got some bread. I'm just gonna, I had just recorded a single with my homie Genesee called Revolutions and that we recorded and just put it out there. And that, you know, that's on Stretch and Bob show. It's on, again, calls at 4.30 in the morning from New York. Like, yo, they're playing your song on the radio. Get calls from, you know, Russia, Amsterdam. Like, how the fuck you got my number? Like, your phone number is on the record, homie. I was like, oh. <laughs> forgot about that part so you know from there it was like oh shit we got this kind of response from a song that we made we wrote on acid on a four track Damn, well at all this shit that i really really hypothesized i got like ten thousand styles on 10 songs let's fucking go so i just went to the studio and knocked out imaginarium as tough and quick as i could every <laughs> song on there is one take wow uh, wow that's amazing. There's four, there's four mistakes. Uh, one song is completely freestyle. I'm not going to tell you which one it is, mm -hmm. but it's one you ain't going to think is completely freestyle. Wow. Um, what's your uh, favorite What's your favorite song on the album? It's all one song to me. Yeah. I hey, knew he would say hey, that. Truth, I knew he would. From, from beginning to end, it's just a great album. A true uh, great. 
it has a good flow. The the whole thing is a old banger, school man. feel, uh, super oh, old school yeah, feel. It has that? It fits right. That classic hip hop sound and I vibe. was I'd be driving to it at work. It's dirty fits we like right. We, I, yeah. Ah, that we dirty, like it dirty. I, like, sh- I, I, I want to <laughs> hear that in the back. I want to hear. Yeah, I just it sounds like it's supposed to be where it's at. Ba- where it's good, at. Good music. Perfect music. Thank you. Yeah. Shout out DJ Seth. He came up with a lot of those beats. Yeah. And, and, and and it wouldn't work without him. You it's, know what I mean. It sits good in hip hop where it should be. And once you once you make this this album, and then you you know that people are listening to it, what kind of uh, what kind of change in like going out and playing shows? Did you start hearing the crowd singing the songs back to you? That type of thing. How did that feel to have that type of recognition and to kind of start feeling that movement? Because that that's always different when you make a song. You're like, okay, they hear it, but are they listening? And then you go out and you play a show and. For instance, I, I I've seen you live, and when you played Hop, we you know we played we were singing everything back to you on the Hop song, Where? and and so it's like, Where? what kind of feeling is that for you to start getting that recognition, especially as a youngster, and you know not not having your ego in check yet. Man, that I mean, so look, I grew up playing sports, so I, I in in rap I don't have no ego because mm-hmm. I wrestle. I I used to go Ooh. from city city wearing tights. And have to like damn near fight in an arena. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Win or lose, I'm I'm rocking these tights, and these tights were from the '70s. I'm damn near in 1990 wearing these old clothes, and so embarrassment, all that's out the window. For sure. So, right. but when it comes to like the music stuff, I, I always just first off, I just tell the truth. You know, the truth according to me. You know what I mean? I tell my ultimate truth, and I'm not. There's there's no like. I'm not, I mean, I might be Superman metaphorically, but I ain't dodging bullets, you know what I'm mm. saying? And there ain't no bullets part of my songs, even though I experienced that stuff. But when you don't throw that stuff out there and you throw out something that's ultimately just positive, man, what's somebody gonna do? Throw some negativity at it? Correct. They'll either ignore it or they'll just let it be what it is. And since people let it be what it is, it's festered into something that's really cool. Like, like you said, like when I first started rapping, like I said, I had a band and we had people who came to our shows and rock with us, but they never sang our songs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they knew our songs. You know what I'm saying? They never sang them back to us. I never got that until I, I, I did Imaginarium. And then people would be like, oh man, they bust a lyric back at me. I'm like, oh shit, what? I be doing that. Playing with me right now. That's a that's a mental fuck oh, yeah. right there. That's crazy. Good. And then like, but you know, Imaginarium's like one of those like when I first do when I do that record of any song from there, people just watch. You know what I mean? They mm-hmm. want to see if I can bust it or whatever. You know what I mean? Because yeah. those are just because I don't even consider those songs. You know what I mean? Like I said, that whole record is a song. Yeah. It's like you check it like song structure wise. It ain't hell a song structure. It's verses. Like mm-hmm. I, when I first came up, I was the erroneous diversifier. I was the guy who bust in verses. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. No matter who's on the song, I'm coming out with the raw verse. So that whole record is just basically that style. So when I when I came out with Imaginary, this is like, like I couldn't get any press for it because DMX had just came out with his second record in a year yeah. and blah blah. And all I'm talking. I mean, I got underground press. Everybody underground love my record. You know what I mean? But like college stations, yeah. Five magazines saying, "Oh man, we love your record." 
if you just push it back six months, then I was like, six months? I could write another record and put it out in six months. Like, yeah, DMX just did that. That's why we're doing it. I was like, oh, for real? Yeah, he had the back-to-backs, so, yeah. So, so, hey, when he did that, when they told me that, I moved in with Elusive like three days later. We made the Dream We Was record in like three and a half weeks. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? Those were all one take, oh, Jake. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That That's the second take of that record. Like, we had some wild follies, you know, me and, me and the Coslo brothers living in this warehouse, and somebody came and robbed the spot stole his MP and all the beats. Oh, jeez. Basically gone. And he, he he moved to L.A. And then two weeks later, he gave me like 25 beats. And that was the Dreamweaver record. Wow. That's insane. Wow. That I was insane. like, hey, if DMX could do that shit, me too. Let's get in it. Hit it. You talked. You talked a little bit about uh, doing writing music on acid and that type of thing. Over here, we are big proponents of psilocybin uh, and the mushrooms and stuff like that. The the psilocybin, psilocybin, but the uh, the the microdosing and that type of thing. Are you into? Are you still into that? Or are you you pass that? You still fuck with it? Ah, uh, so I had like a shit. I'd be riding bikes, something tough. So I had a crazy bike accident a couple years ago. Oh, yeah. Got fucking got killed by some fucking crazy driver, and, and I came back. Wow. And I had lost some of my memory, and it took a long time to get it back. So when I finally got back to, like, where I felt lucid, I was microdosing. So I microdosed for two and a half years. And in those two and a half years, I re-remembered. I'm not saying it's just a mushroom, mm -hmm. but there's hell help because... Like, you know, back then, mushrooms was illegal. Mm -hmm. By the time yeah. that I had just got to that, damn, this shit hella work. This should really be medicine. They're like, oh, what's decriminalized in Oakland? Yep. I'm like, oh, shit. I carry mushrooms in my bag everywhere I go. Anybody need a little microdose of mushrooms, they know I got it. Everywhere I go. I don't yeah. care what state, city, county. I got that shit. It is. It's you know? so, it, like you said, it is, a, it's a, <laughs> it is a medicine, and it's something that can help so many different... It, like mar like marijuana, it cures so many different ailments that people have. Oh, yeah. Unlike a lot of the prescription pills, they're they're targeted to just one sickness or one ailment or one one, group one of disease. People. One these yeah. like marijuana and and mushrooms, they can like mushrooms is being used to help people get off of depressant antidepressants and stuff like that, which is a huge oh, yeah. issue in our in our population right now. Oh yeah, oh, yeah for sure. On the I'm, I'm of it, man. Firm proponent of it. I mean, you know. Anything done, you know, under the proper supervision, uh, proper small dosage of it. I mean, you're not going crazy on it. For sure. Micro It helps, from what I know, helps reconnect the brain to the body. For sure. Everything yeah. in moderation and especially some, most people, something like they that. They need to reconnect to the brain to the body so they can reconnect to the earth, get over the depressions, get over all that shit. It's How they say, man, go for a tree. That shit actually means it doesn't mean go hug a tree physically, but go be out there in nature. That kind of cures a little bit of the depressive. Yeah, breathe, know, breathe in that fresh air. It, help, it helps you appreciate. It helps you appreciate the shit that you have. I think it really does open up your mind and help you appreciate and see, you know, what you have. You you should be happy for because some people have a lot less. Everybody, yeah. You look you look up, you can look down. You know what I mean? It's the same shit. So. Take it back sure. to nature. Take it back to nature. Hey, man, um, as we wind down here, man, um, you know, you have a little group called Double Life here. Um, you guys released a, a newer project last year. 
Um, talk a little yep. bit about the group. Talk a little bit about that new album. Okay, Double Life is, uh, so like I said, after I left the group, last to serve, this is the 90s. This kid from New York comes and he goes to visit my rhyme partner and they kick it for like a day and I never see the guy again. Then I see him like three years later, he goes, yo, I came to your house. You still be fucking with rap? I'm like, yeah. He goes, well, let's make something. And from that point on, me and that dude been solid. He's got, he whatever car he got, I'm riding shotgun. We got it. We got some music in the box and we're freestyling. We're getting ready to go make a song together. Mm -hmm. That's double life. You know what I mean? Yep. From jump, we've always been like, yo, let's go make something. He's like, when he first came back to Cali, I lived out here. I lived in the East Bay. I lived in Alameda, I think. Mm -hmm. He lived in Marin. We'd always meet each other in the city. We'd be at our hot spot, kick it at the club. Yo, let's take it to the test. You know, if you know about the test, you know about a little bit of acid, you take it to the test. <laughs> so we to the test, you know, and, and record these crazy songs on the four track. And those just became like our old school bangers. And that became our first single we put out called Revolution. Well, Revolutions was something that's like, you know, that was really cohesive, you know, thought out. But we have other songs, uh, No Limitations, that was on Imaginarium. Uh, those are all just free flow. Uh, acid song. We're on acid. You know kind of, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yo, nice. bust something. I'll come right off you. Bust something. I'll come right off you. Okay, boom, 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 boom. So yeah. that's how those made. And then years later, people like, yo, you guys want to do an album with us? You guys got any more songs like that? We're like, we got hella songs like that. So we're, we'll pull something out of the vault. We pull them out the vault. Like, ah, uh, we like these songs, but we rather touch them up a little bit. And and then come with some now shit too. So that's that was the Shantaram album. Yeah, you know what I mean. So we're we're planning on doing three double life records. So that's number one. Sick. That's sick. Uh, so we haven't we everything's based off like one song we did. So that first that Shantaram was based off of uh, uh, Revolutions. So a lot so they wanted wanted more songs like that. So we're like, oh, we got put a whole record around Revolution. You know what I mean? The whole and we have this other we did called the Path that uh, nobody's ever heard. And we don't even have the song anymore. We just remember the lyrics. Yeah. We're like, rebuild that song yeah. and build the whole record. So that's wow. the next record. That's dope. I like that. That's exciting to hear. It's, it's nice to hear that. It's refreshing to hear that you're still like making music and excited about making music and still have that drive, uh, especially if, like hearing that you were making your first album in 1990 to still have long that time. drive and that passion to for sure to make oh, yeah. new music it's it's good for us as fans because we love the underground or whatever i always say i don't know what underground hip-hop is when i was younger i was so sure what underground hip-hop was and as i've gotten older i'm like i don't know what the fuck it is anymore i like i like this type of music or whatever it is your type of music mm -hmm. we're glad that you're still making it and there's still there's still dudes like you that are still got that passion for it so nowadays, though, when you go and get in your car and you're just chilling on a fucking Tuesday or a Wednesday at fucking 11 o'clock in the afternoon, what are you putting on when you're taking off to go pick up the milk, when you're taking off to go fucking drop a letter off at the post office, when you're going to go fucking pick up a new shirt? What what do you got in the motherfucking car? It depends on who I... I usually play just my friend's music because, I, I, you know, I come from the era where... Even if the DJ in a crew is in my friend's crew, the DJ won't play his music out. So I, I like to keep my friend's music lit in my head and in my spirit, because that's what they made it for. 
most guys don't make music to become like world famous. Mm-hmm. They want just their folks to hear it yeah. and to bump their shit and, and, and you know, actually remember it. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So I like to bump my friends' music. I have, I have thousands of friends who make music all nice. over the world and I, and I love them all for it. I don't get a chance to like go and I don't DJ too much. You know, if I do, I, like we'll do like a draw club or something and I'll DJ for the homies. But I don't DJ enough to be like, yo, we got to play this song somewhere. So I just listen to my homies' music, you, you know, yeah, people like that I know. You got and any, respect. And that's all love because, like you said, you have thousands of friends that make music. So and that's perfect. Plenty of music to listen to. Do you yeah. have anything that you want to play on the podcast and plug for us real quick? Because we'd love to hear you it. you had a song that you wanted to bust. Yeah. You got a song? Play that shit. We would love it. Uh, damn, I got so much shit. Uh, play one or two. You good. Oh. I'm about to come out with Imaginarium 2 this year. Hell oh, yeah. Let's go. That's, That's huge. Oh, you huge heard news. that. You heard that Listen, news, folks. You heard it here first, <laughs> motherfucker. You heard it here first. But Imaginarium, like, T-O-O. So That's, it's not the same. Okay. No, like, two. Not. Like, also. Two. Yeah, this is Imaginarium 2. Also. Uh, Imaginarium also. Hell yeah. I like exactly. that. So here, I'll play your song. It's like, this song's, like, dedicated to homeless people. This my, it's from the perspective of homeless person okay All right. i hate you and i hate you too <laughs> i hate you and i hate you too see that's everybody's hated here <laughs> Sneak peek off imaginary in two. That's what this is? Fuck yeah. Cold nights in the city, got a cold touch. Hold tough when it's pretty, keep it cold crushed. I watch the light of the moon as the clouds pass. They give up a light flash, memories of cold rush. It's cold when it's dark out. Yeah, plus it's early when it's dark out. I see the spark from the chimney slot. Chris got blank and they're gone. Living life to a song. Hearing echoes in my headphones. Steady as the wind blows. Sometimes it cries in notes of the righteous. I see how light gets drowned out by the dark. Like a star that's night, but so much action you don't see. So dope. Uh, very man. good. Very yes. good. Thank you for continuing to listen or to 
continuing to make music, man, because uh, that's some fire right there. I cannot wait to uh, hear the rest of that yeah, album. I, I, off of that, I have a little question. Like, listening to that, I s- still hear the old school LR that I listened to that I fell in love with in 2006, <laughs> 2005. Is it hard to keep that? Because a lot of people that we grew up listening to, it's touch. the evolution of the yeah. artists, and I under I completely understand the evolution of artists. But is it is it hard to be able to keep that same style, momentum, whatever it is? Because when I listen to that, I still feel the old school vibes that I've gotten off of you the entire time I've I've listened to you for the last twenty years. I think it's just the same spirit. You know what I mean? I, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to be anybody else, but the person I came in as, you know yeah. what I mean? It's the same spirit. Uh, you know, Elronius means the nature of Elron, you know, mm-hmm. it's like courteous. You, you, you show courtesy, you're courteous, right? Mm. So I'm just showing you Elron all the time. So it, it can't really stray. I'm not, like I say, I'm not trying to sound like anybody else. I could, I know how to rap like hell in my life. <laughs> I know how to make this game too, but it's not really about that. Yeah. For me, it's about a real strong legacy from from point one to point wherever, mm-hmm. as long as my art keeps going up, you know what I mean? Like Imaginarium's not my best record. If people think that's my best record, man, they missed out on a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You know, I came out with the Dreamweavers record like a, a year after that, and that has maybe, it has twice as many songs on it. Then I came out with Purposely Powerful like two years after that. Oh, and really my record's called Notes to the Righteous Outlaw, volume one. And that record That's is my untouchable favorite. by anybody I know who makes music. Yeah. And I know everybody. Yes. And I put that up against anybody's classic, including my own. Yes. Nobody that record. That record is hard right there. That is uh, one of the records I fell in love with, with your artistry and in the way that you make music. And also, you've talked a little bit about the freestyle aspect of art. And over here, uh, being from California, <laughs> our thought of freestyle is something that's improv off the top of the head on the spot where a lot of other people from New York or from the East Coast or somewhere else think that freestyle is something different tell us really what it means to freestyle and what it means to you because as somebody like myself that, that has been into this type of music and that type of art freestyle means something so special to me and that for some people to take it away and use it as a written or something that's that thought of that's not off the top right on the spot it doesn't it hurts me it hurts me or they're calling <laughs> or they're, they're calling I mean, a freestyle something that really isn't well like, i mean the one thing we have to all take into consideration is that we're all children of this mm. we didn't invent this you know what i mean for sure so the first time you ever heard of freestyle was somebody from new york said it and what they mean by freestyle is just a song or a verse that's not really in any song you know what I mean? So it's like basically their mixtape. It's like their pre-mixtape stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I, I got respect for that. Man, I don't want to hear your freestyle on your record to a different beat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's just dumb. But but out here, we, like I said, we had to sound, we had to come off different. You know what I mean? Freestyle meant right there off the head. Right now. Yeah. Once, once you're able to do it, you appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And then once you're able to do it well, then then you just keep doing it. You know what I mean? I, I don't care who it is. I mean, I've heard some of the, I've heard the greatest freestylers, I believe. And I know those guys can freestyle just as well as they did 20 years ago when I thought they were the best, best ever. Mike you know what I, I mean? Mike no, Mike. there's no stop. And for some people, freestyle me, I mean, you know, you watch battle rap nowadays. 
that yeah, stuff that's is fake. like nah, it's, it's that's it's fake. Different. But sometimes they come through and there's they have to have a rebuttal to stuff. They listen to a dude's long ass rap oh, and just back with just their long ass rap. They yeah. ain't doing that. They're coming with rebuttals. So yeah, they have a sure. freestyle in there too. So it's really just coming off. Who's doing whose homework? It's come off no matter if you're coming off the head or off the pad. Just come off and sound clean. Sound clean. You yeah. know, when, when you, I mean, yeah. I heard, I see he's doing nine minute things that they call freestyles. I'm like, nah, that's like fucking 15 verses you strung yeah. together. Yeah. Let's yeah. call it a with, with, an essay. With all respect, though, no. if I see you on the corner of New York or Pittsburgh or Philadelphia or where the fuck you at and you got fucking seven dudes around you and they can all recite the spot they're supposed to. Yo, my man's is here. And then we all gonna get... I don't want to hear that shit. I don't want to hear that. Period. Stop it right now. That's not a freestyle. I don't think you're good at rapping. Period. Drop it. Done. But if you're at my house and I put a beat on and we get down and I think that you really are freestyling and I'm gonna eat you for breakfast then for sure we're rapping. But when I see motherfuckers show up to shows and they got shit and his man's in the crowd knows the words his man's behind him knows the words i have zero respect for that period as a legit freestyler i've been freestyling since i was fucking legitimately like i would say 13 maybe 12 years old i'm a fucking 35 year old man and i never would ever ever expect brandon or my boy b or john or any of these motherfuckers over here to be like I'm gonna know what he says next, and I'm gonna say it tenfold to back what he's saying. <laughs> I just don't respect that at all, and I don't consider that freestyle rap, and I consider that rehearsals. It's different though, like you said, different different sides, because New York thinks of it yeah. different, and and like you said, the battle battle rap has changed a lot too since then, because battle oh, rap yeah. started as like three rounds, thirty seconds or sixty seconds freestyle off the yeah. top, and now it's. Three rounds, no time limit. Everybody and, knows everything about everybody's grandma, <laughs> and that's not true. I don't but, like that but either. But the thing is, is also like I've tried to explain to people too, because battle rap has changed. Like UFC has changed. Choreography. Remember, UFC used to be a uh, tournament based, right? You'd yeah. show up and you'd fight in a tournament. No weight we, class. But we got to the, the final round. We didn't see the person that we wanted to see fight. We didn't see Caesar Gracie versus Ken Shamrock. Never. We saw the fucking shit versus the shit. Yeah. Where battle rap was the same way. It was a tournament, and by the time we got to the final round, we didn't see fucking idea versus peace. No. We saw fucking you know, yeah, you right. know, idea versus fucking some blueprint from RK or some versus random. RK or something, right? Uh, right. As it as it's evolved now, now it's where these guys have time to actually think about what they're gonna say. They can write three, they can six, ask they can your write people. four verses, three verses, and an overtime huh. round, and be prepared. Yep. And the show is better. Now we get our fucking top battle rappers. We get Hollow to Dawn versus Disaster. We get fucking. Oh, yeah, me passwords, man. But pass, you, passwords you, is you the man. Do you get battle rappers or do you got well rehearsed men? Is is passwords you fuck with passwords though? That's my guy. Yeah, so we get we so we get pass who is one of the most talented fucking off the top. He could freestyle and rebuttal anything. But the Don. Yeah, exactly. I think I think Ohio Dolly lost twice, right? He has. And he's one of the greatest <laughs> but it, it it's turned into also uh battle rap has also turned into a performance based, right? So it's a dance now. Also how you can fucking perform it and how you can rehearse your shit. It's 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 an all inclusive type of thing nowadays. Look. Hey, oh. I'm not I mean I, I was never I mean 
like I said, he like your homie said, look, look, we used to when we had the battle fools, we coming off the head because we're trying to serve you in the here and now. The shit wasn't recorded, nothing like that. And that's cool. But the way battle rap is now, I like it. Yeah. Because you know you don't have to see a whole tournament. You know what I'm saying? I want to see who I want to see. And I hope they match these motherfuckers up and pay them their money so we can see a good match. Hell yeah. yeah. You know what there I mean? You go. And they got the bread for it. So, man, Fuck entertain yeah. me. I mean, that's how, that's all I'm saying. I love Just it. Like, the only thing I would change about it is the the shorten it a little bit. Because when I go on YouTube and I see a a 45 minute battle, I don't really want to watch that. No. But if they could shorten it down to that 20 minute range, I'm in. Sweet hard. spot. 20 they minutes should, sweet. Like they should if they're gonna shorten it, they gotta do or nobody there. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because that's what that's what slows it down. Because people, oh shit, mm -hmm. then they gotta run it back. I said, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, they got to bring it back. Just for the sake of posterity, they got to bring it back. You know what I mean? Crowd reaction. So, that yeah. kills my vibe, though, when homie goes to spit something and it's not the right Reader. temp in the room, and he goes, let me spit no. it again. What happens is I don't like that. Sometimes it goes over the crowd's head, and then he has to run I it back. I get it. I and get it. And then sometimes it. the crowd reaction is so big that they didn't hear it, so he has it, to run so it. So he's got to run it back yeah. again. I don't like that, though. I like that. I, that's the performance. <sighs> See? I get it's it. Different. See, it's different. It's I evolution. It's evolution. Yes. You saw it's like bring the record back, DJ. That's you true. Know, it's old school. Thing. That's true. But are we freestyling then at that point? No, they're not freestyling. But we never they are. Know, now though. we're battling. They walk yeah, of in course. And we know of now. Course. Yeah, we that's, all know. That's now. fine with me. Of course. I'm perfectly fine with. Hey, we already know what we're at. We're we're on this level of this is something I've written. We're writing this. If you want me to be okay with it, it's when, we can it's be back okay in the day with when it. they used to when we used to do freestyle battles and someone would come with rehearsed shit or when they would they spit something and you're like that's not even on the spot or towards the opponent. That's when did that you be acceptable then? Anybody. That's when it's something different. But that, when it's already known that we're going to write something, that's okay. Write I four verses and let me fucking have every bit of now, it. Now, let me interrupt you and say like this. How many times did fucking Billy Bob or Joe Schmo come up with written shit that everyone's like, man, no one's coming with anything off the dome. Maybe we should just let you recite this, talk shit about each other, and come back a month from now and spit what you have to spit so it sounds good on a fucking situation. And that's the thing is because... How all long did that go on before it got to that point? Because though. all the freestyle battles fell so short that it was like, we got to do something different. We got to bring this up to a new level. We got to. We hey, gotta I, re I saw a freestyle battle between Dirtbag Dan and No Can Do. Ooh, that was oh, the, two of the best. Dirtbag Dan's huh? the man. <laughs> Dude, that was that was No Can got him that night. No, and No it, Can it, is it, one of the greatest. He, Project Blowed. He's somebody hey, that's one of the greatest freestylers of all time. Get it twisted. Dirt, I think Dirtbag Dan got him either a week before that or a week after that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like those two are, are were definitely cream of the crop when it comes to coming off the head, freestyling and battling. For sure. And it was like right at each other because they're they're pros. You know what I'm saying? They're from both. They've been, they're from both sides yeah. of the uh, the train. They they started when it was still freestyle and then they evolved into the grind time oh, yeah. king of the dot pre rehearsal yeah. that whole roan area. They started in the scribble and all that because. Yeah. We yeah, we're, we're, that. we're from Stockton, Lodi area, so we have Awkward's out yeah. here, right? And Awkward's was one of yeah. the original, started in the scribble jam, doing yeah. all the freestyle shit. And one of the original ones to blow it he up. He evolved yeah. into the written, rehearsed shit. And we talked to him about that, and he talked about that evolution. And it's like, that's what we do as artists. You evolve as an artist. Mm -hmm. And that's what we talked about with you being an artist and evolving over your time and still being able to keep that style where we can all feel those old school vibes, but still evolving and getting better each record. And like you said, uh, you, your first record isn't as good as you know your third or fourth record. But when Awkward's also came here, 
He didn't rap any bullshit. He came through. We freestyled. He freestyled legit. He was cool. I didn't call him out and be like, hey, you spit that before because I'm a dick. I would have told you. But no, nah, he came through and he spit real. He was cool as fuck. Real cool. Super, super nice. And I like that shit. Because if you came through the podcast and I was like, I think you might have spit that before. I mean, I don't know you well enough, but I will definitely call it out. So, And I love that. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So, but anyways, thank you so much for coming out and blessing us with your time. We appreciate you spending a Friday with us. Definitely, man. Anytime. Hell yeah. So, uh, and can we get a shout out, quick shout out real quick? Uh, Elronius, this is, you're listening to Milk Crates and Microphones. Oh yeah, yeah. This is Elronius. You're listening to Milk Crates and Microphones straight out of Lodi, California, y'all. Damn. Yes, yes, y'all. Hell yeah. Uh, thank you. Hey, for I, real though. The world is <coughs> an New Mexico, Seattle, uh, Calico, uh, damn, Kalamazoo, everywhere, for real. New York, all my homies in New York who hit me up right now. Hell yeah. All my offline, offline, Portland. Uh, that, did I say Amsterdam? Because I have to shout them out twice. Hell shout yeah. them out so twice. Um, uh, hell yeah. Um, everywhere in the Netherlands, actually. You know, Augsburg, Germany. Shout out Berlin. Shout out all of Germany, actually. Shit. Whole world. Peace, y'all. Hey, hey, real, hey, thank real you quick. so much for coming out and uh, talking to us and spending oh, time yeah. with us. We could have went for like five hours. I told you. you can, oh, yeah. Hey, you can still continue to go. Hey, I was about to hit you with a quick one. I want to just say this right here before we hit get him, off the Hit air. him. Hit him. Uh, I, I was I was lucky enough I performed I, I did a little bit of music when I was younger and uh, I performed a show in Modesto with you and Micah Nine and Abstract Rude um, on a tour you guys came through Modesto we did a show and I met you and we went out back and we smoked a, a blunt and we fucking kicked it and it was one of my best experiences I talked to a lot of people about my experiences inside that type of world and meeting different artists and opening up with different people and my my favorite sure. My favorite experience I've ever had was with you, uh, kicking it in the oh, back, and we were freestyling. That's hard. Freestyling and smoking a blunt, and it was Sick. one of the it was one of the dopest experiences I've ever had, and uh, it, it just shows what type of man you are outside of like hip hop. It's it's a real thing. So I appreciate you, bro. Oh man, definitely reciprocated. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hell For yeah. Sure. Anytime, bro. Before and, before you go, is there yeah, any, yeah, I'm is there here. is there anything that you want to fucking promote or that you want to play or that you want us to be up on that you're up on that we don't think that we might not be up on or not just us just our whole deal you know what i mean just everyone out here who could be listening tonight play something tight let them know hey man check this out i'll definitely play you another song i'll play you more i'll play hella shit so look let's do it i also aside from just music i do other kinds of art like i do uh visual art like i do collage work like I have a show in uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico, uh, February 18th. Uh, it's going to be called Vibes and Stuff, just putting the vibes and stuff on the wall and playing music and, you know, some new stuff that's going to come out. I have a new record coming out out of New Mexico on the 25th. It's going to be called The Demigod. So, you know, like I said, I like to go places and just kick it and let's just push record and see what, what keeps, you know what I mean? So dope. So we got like seven songs with the homies it's like you know we some demigods on that ain't nobody there's no whack verses on it yeah. you know what I mean everybody comes off and it, it sounds real authentic you know what I mean just keep it moving in New Mexico huh? spot so when you go to 
when you go to New Mexico, you be, you said you got a lot of like you're like painting some stuff. You got like pictures and shit like that. You're like putting out like your artwork and shit like that. I'm not. No, no, no. I do collage work, so I just basically cut and paste. I do a little bit of of you know add some texture to it here and there, but I'm not really a painter. You know, ever since I was a little kid, I wanted to be an artist. Like I wanted to I wanted to make comic books. I wanted to draw the comic book, and but when I realized I couldn't draw it like nine. But, you know, I could draw was like birds and, and stupid shapes. I was like, man, fuck that. I'm just going to write stories. So what I do also is I, I write stories. You know what I mean? I, I have a book of short stories called Sketches of a Straight Line. And that's an audio book form. That's on my Bandcamp page. So uh, we can find that on your Bandcamp anywhere else we can find that? Just on my Bandcamp okay. right now. Look for that. That's, I, that's exciting. That's awesome, bro. I don't. So just keep that. I don't mess with people. I don't mess with the imperialists, man. I don't. I don't mess with people who try to who try to change things and then dictate. Mm. I don't fuck with Apple. Hey, I like your computer. I fuck with an Apple computer, but I'm not gonna fuck with Apple Music because they switched this up and made us do MP3s and then devalued our music to the point where you're gonna give me 99 cents for something I spent two years writing. Damn. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, eat it. Up. Just let me sell my ten dollar record then. No, people buy my $10 records. I sell more records than I sell single things. That means I sell a lot of my damn records. You still so press, you still press hard, st hard copies? I press copies of everything. Hell yeah. Keep doing that <laughs> shit, bro. Keep doing that. Not yet. I'm, at, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a numbers guy, so we're coming into the 23rd year of Imaginarium being out. The numbers, so man. I'm going to press Imaginarium this year. Oh, yeah. On Maybe CDs if I can get the good artwork. Dope. But I'm coming out Imaginarium 2 also. And like I said, I write books. And a couple years ago, just before the pandemic hit, I wrote this book called Ghetto Tech. It's a it's a uh Afrofuturism uh sci-fi story. It's like it's a future where uh in a place in Africa that I made up called Ubuntu City, where high technology is outlawed. And you know, when something's outlawed. Uh, people would do anything to get a hold of it, and people are making these ghetto forms of technology so they can, you know, how we go onto the internet yeah. in the future, zone out into a whole nother world. So these people are using all this ghetto technology to zone into another world, and they're dying from using it. Wow. So I got this who's trying to solve a case. You know what I mean? So <laughs> that's that, that story's tech. So I wrote that, and you know. I had a good run. I sold 3,000 in three months, and then the pandemic hit, and I felt like I'd be a jerk to try to sell something to, while everybody's broke, you know what I mean? Even though people mm. got their little stimulus money. I never got no stimulus money, by the way. Huh. None of that hey, shit. No damn. EDD, nothing. I just been a regular-ass human being. Yeah. I did. You I know? picked up all that money. I picked it all up. <laughs> I was taking it in. <laughs> hey, good for this one. <laughs> Nobody during the pandemic. And I'm still real. not. And hey, we so, appreciate you. You're a good man out uh, there. So I got. I so I've been in the in the lab. You know what I mean. So I've, I'm I'm working on Ghetto Tech Part Two, and that's going to come out probably Christmas time this year. And uh, I have a book of short stories that I just wrote that's going to come out on my birthday in May. Nice. It's like five oh. stories. I'm gonna make it a little pocketbook, you know. So you know, something you can throw in your pocket, just like a little tape players a yeah. little tapers and you can find that all at Elronius's band camp so just yes. go just go uh, yeah. Elronius audiobooks there I don't have I don't like 
my company that, that was manufacturing the book, they uh, one of their people died, so they basically folded their company. Uh, so hey, I've been without. Piece, manu- piece, I mean, I can get it manufactured again, but I'm gonna wait till I put out part two later on this year, so mm-hmm. we have part one and two, so we can build off that. And uh, with the ghetto tech, you know, I stay true to who I am. I made I made an audio book, and I also made a soundtrack. So on the soundtrack, I got a bunch of homies doing music, and it's the first time on record that me and Abstract Rude do a song together. Wow. Ooh. So I'll play that song. Is that cool? Oh, yeah. hell yeah. Hey, hey, please, please do. Yo. Please. Please, dude. The funny thing is that when I met you, that was the – you were doing a show with them, right? And you were supposed to be on stage rapping with Mike and I and Abstract Rude, and we were out back smoking, <laughs> and you heard their shit. Yeah. On, and you are like, wait a second. I'm supposed to be on stage, and you ran inside real quick, <laughs> and you busted your verse, and then you came back out, and you're like, hey, that shit was crazy. And I was like, yo, you you a bad man. You a bad man. Word. Let's hear that shit. Right. Abstract Root and Elronius, first time ever on recorded. Oh, yes. song is called Sundown. Mm. Okay, boom. <laughs> Most of this. Ghetto Jack. Volume 1. A story by Tyrell LeRoy. Sundown, south side of a boot. City so vibrant, city live on the YouTube. New school rule, got the old folk neutral. Youngest crop rebellion, melon headed by a neutral. The powers in the past have passed the rules, look beautiful. The birds seem mutable. They put upon the plane. Will people sell the visit like you locked up in the cage? Same place they build machinery connected to the brain. The void of the game and the means that they came from. A small victory would be the rush from. All couldn't ruin in the ruins of a state of mind. We know the space and time. Coordinate mind of armor stand like the bounce of a band. Are they doing what they can? Making circles in the sand. Drift where you stand. It's way beyond the abbey. But some live lavvy and others text that uh-huh. Sunday. Take a take your body off the bus stop. Some down, my brother now, you can wake up and be take up the book. 
that one that was produced by uh tahaj the first okay very nice he's a, from the he's from the bay he's from santa cruz but he lives in the town okay very nice beat very nice beat very very subtle very ver- perfect for your guys' style versatile well thank you man. i appreciate that oh yeah well Def- once again we appreciate you uh spending your friday with us with milk crates and microphones and doing your thing uh we appreciate all the all everything that you put into this music industry into the hip hop for us and uh continue that continue to put in we look forward to hearing the new stuff and everything that you have uh in the future man thank you again Elronius milk crates and microphones we appreciate you bro appreciate let me leave you fuck one more song oh please yeah, do one more Hit it. oh yeah please do LR this is the last song I'm gonna play but this is off Imaginarium 2 oh yeah this yeah was, this was produced by DJ Zoll and since you guys are drinking, this song is called Fire Water. Let's right. go. Let's Fire go. Water. This one, this this one's hard. Hey, and this, this is this is uh, this is an exclusive right here because this is an album that has not been released yet. Imaginarium Two, the follow up to yeah. Imaginary One, which is a classic. Oh and yes. T O O. Yeah, let's go. Not T double O. As in also. Ah, uh, here we go. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Whoop. <laughs> Yeah. Uh. Mm. Drink fire water, think of a higher order, rock water on something like Hiawatha, my mind around the saucer, decoded ancient math, I'm living in the cloud, my very made it die, the white tries the name all the time, not the same. I'm sorry I know the mic, I wear my world like flame. I hold the hands in time, the man of mine will test the game. I rest with ladies while the ravens do their best to sing. The shirt came to foot, I orchestrate the spark. My music sick, what's fit? Sick and drip with heart. So long, I say they waiting on the cup up. My niggas will be sufficient, they just wait. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
with something that just it just I can't hear what you're saying it just that just pulls me back to fucking 2004 dude you know what I'm saying rewind time right there it's hard as a motherfucker there's no audio oh no I think I blew out the audio it's okay hey should we give him a piece can you hear us nothing peace, peace y'all hey we peace. appreciate you thank peace you. peace peace erroneous thank you thank you so much yes sir we love you Thank you. <laughs> that what a way to end the podcast. What a fucking way to end oh, that. Man. That is Ooh, the podcast. Uh, Let me tell right you there, man. That was a, I tell you, straight fire. Um, Lr Elronius. Um, just Lr. Jeez, that a, was a way to way to end what, it though. What an amazing. What a way to what end an amazing. It. Um, what interview. What, what an guess? amazing way to end the podcast. What an amazing or not man. The, not end the podcast, no, but end the, the interview. End the interview right there. What an amazing man. man. Yes, what an amazing man. <laughs> Elronius, um, so thank you so stories, much. So many journeys, so many like. Yes. Like, wow. When we talk to these artists. I, I don't think the milk people understand. No. We're, we're talking to people that have been in the game for 25, 30 years. Plus. Plus. My, my, oh. man, my man's talking about. 1990 yeah. dropping his first album and yes. and then working with working in a studio where this little group called Board Stiff right. is just in there recording all the time. I mean, I mean yeah. think about the journey this man went on yeah. through hip hop. Yeah, man. The, the indented hip hop. Yes. And then and then he blesses milk crates and microphones with exclusive music that hasn't even right? been released yet. Yes. It's fresh, fresh. Unreleased the, music. The no- I know I know the the uh the audio might not be the best and whatever. Yeah. Get over that. Guess what? Yeah, that exclusive. was exclusive. Get it. You ain't getting it anywhere hey, else. Shut once again. The fuck up. Imaginarium <laughs> two you ain't T-O-O. Getting it. Cannot wait till that comes out. Thank you uh, so much, Elron- Elronius. Thank I, you so much. We didn't get to say this. I mean, I guess I did, but thank you so much, yeah. Elronius, for joining us on this Friday night. We had a fucking great time talking. Great with show. This. Thank you for yeah. answering all our stupid questions and being <laughs> a part of this right. stupid fucking podcast. We really appreciate yeah. it. Milk crates and microphones is forever indebted to the LR brand. Oh, yeah. uh, he makes for sure. 
amazing music. If you haven't gone and listened, go to his band camp because yes. he don't fuck around with Apple. He don't fuck around with hey, all the Spotify. Hey, hey, he's on the Spotify. Hey, he does fuck around with Apple. He's on the Spotify. He he's on Spotify. the Apple. He's on he the Spotify. We, go, just go check him out. Check it out. Go just to go Bandcamp and go download his audio books because yeah. he's writing books. Yes. And go listen to his music because <laughs> he's making music and yeah. he's not done. He, he's got a lot in tune. Like we just talked about Imaginarium 2. Yeah. I, can't, I cannot wait. Can't wait to hear it because the first, the first little listen, mm. oh, on man. point. Dude, all fire. Jeez, um, I just... I, I, I'm just what amazed, great, I'm amazed how the man podcast. stays inspired, you know, to make amazing Like I music. said, and that was one of my great questions. Like, one of the greatest questions that's been ever been asked. On the <laughs> <laughs> was what? Was that what you got? <laughs> give, your, just, give yourself a pat on the back. <laughs> what? <laughs> Even don't say, that's a great question you got there, brother. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, was, I asked him about uh, how he's been able to, like, keep that style like we've talked about yeah, yeah. one of how do you not Matt's, lose it slug? one of matt's very yeah exactly and yeah. i didn't, I didn't want to say that in inclusively because i know matt knows what i'm talking about but For one sure. of matt's biggest digs on hip-hop is motherfuckers that lose that i know you and know I, how they I, do it though. i understand I because I of the evolution see, of an mc and a human being like as we've gotten older yes there's no way that you could rap about the same shit that you rapped about when you were 21. Of course Now that not. you're 35 or 38 or whatever the fuck. Yeah, so yeah. understand that. But for him, like, when I listen to his music, it really sounds the same. And there's other people that have been able to do that. Abstract yeah. Rude being one of them. Eli being one of them. For there's, sure. There's rappers that have been able to... Grouch, definitely not one of them. No. He's well, not somebody that Crouch changes. Though. He's changed. You know what I mean? He's Same open. thing as Slug, though. No, no, Slug's no, also open. Don't act like all of a sudden you're like hey, not see, saying. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Stuff about grouch. Listen, see, listen. See. I'm not with it. But when you're opening <laughs> up for fucking thirty or forty thousand people, yeah, yeah. and people are actually singing your lyrics sure. back at thirty and forty thousand, mm-hmm. it's gonna change the way that you live your life. But so, I will uh, say the new GME and I'm not album a hater. is cool. I'm yeah, not a shit talker. But, but yes, they have changed well, Back very to much my so. point was that LR, yeah. L. Ronius has, has been done an incredible job to stay passionate. To stay relevant. Stay passionate, For stay sure. relevant, yeah. stay driven, stay ready to make uh, new music and produce. On focus. Find mm-hmm. new talent to work with, like you were talking about. Yeah. The rappers that, and yeah. other MCs he's collaborating yeah. with. Yeah. For sure. That's on a new level and... Uh, it, the impact that it's had on the music industry goes unnoticed. A lot of the time, mm-hmm. we we know this about the type of music that we listen to. Yeah. It goes unnoticed, right. the impact that it has on hip-hop's history. And we talked about that with Equipto, and we've talked about mm-hmm. that with other rappers. Yeah. Like Equipto's impact on rap with Board Stiff and all that is huge. Very and you just heard huge. from this man right oh, here yeah, that was sure. in the same studio at the same time. Right. Like, hey, we're just here with Board Stiff making right. music with a fucking Quipto. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And Elronius was no fucking slouch. He's somebody that's no, been making music no. in the 90s and he, he was, like he said, those cats were younger than him. He felt like he mm-hmm. was, and rightfully so, so he was on another level. Yeah. Still, it probably is, and you know, yeah. should be, and yeah. should be revered as that. He's a fucking legend oh, in my yes. mind. Oh yeah. Shout out to LR. LR shout, for sure. shout out for sure. Um, deserves honestly so much more recognition than mm. what he truly gets. Yes. Um, even though all the the underground heads fucking we respect you and stamp them. We, we, we stamp you. the fuck. We give out you of the him. double stamp. Yeah. Double doubles. And um, yeah. thank you so much, man. We love it. Well, let me ask yeah, you: Have you heard this yet, right here? Oh.
Who is it? Locksmith? Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown? It just released? He already knew. He just dropped it today. I don't know why it's so You guys want to talk about Antonio Brown? Or what? Do we have time yeah. for our hey. podcast? He a beast, dog. Kind of, sort of. We can talk a little yeah. bit about that. So, me being a Steelers fan. Yeah. Uh, so, let's just. Okay, let's start there. Right. Uh, so. How is Pittsburgh? I'm a Steelers fan. <laughs> no. There you go. Be sick. Wonder I, I'm, I'm a Steelers fan. I've talked about this on the podcast in the past. So, if you've listened, you've known this. But. Uh, just recently, me and my wife, we traveled to Pittsburgh. It was our first vacation without the kids there you go. since my daughter has been born. So this has been six years, basically, uh, since we've been on a vacation with just me and my wife. We traveled to Pittsburgh for four days, four to five days. I don't fucking know. It was Saturday to a fucking Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. But we traveled there to go see Ben Roethlisberger's last home game, which was a yeah. Monday night game against the Browns. A which monumental moment very, in history. Very, very, like uh, – I don't know. As somebody, <coughs> so Ben Roethlisberger uh, was drafted my senior year of high school, the year that I graduated, actually, 2004. So he's been my quarterback, the quarterback of my favorite team for 18 years. And it's just something that I've invested. Like, for me, my life, it's like my family, my work, and the Steelers. You know, those are my top three. I know some people have their faith and, you know, and all this other stuff in there. Yeah. For me, it is like family, work, and the Steelers. That's like my fucking favorite shit. So, yeah. Min Roethlisberger has been my fucking guy for 18 years. For sure. So, it was like losing a family member. Yeah. When yeah. we flew over there, I told my wife it was like I was going to a funeral. Oh, jeez. It felt like I was flying to Pittsburgh for a funeral. Damn. It turned out being totally different, though. Yeah, yeah. Being there, feeling the energy. I've been to a lot of amazing arenas during some amazing sports moments. Yeah. Uh, two of them that I could think off of hand was Stone Cold Steve Austin being introduced at the 98 Royal Rumble in San Jose, and that was right before he made his run. And when that music hit, the energy as a – 13 year old kid I could feel that fucking arena shake you know what I mean the energy in that arena was yeah. unmistakable Sylvester Stallone Arco Arena when he came to Sacramento I just no, fucking no, no 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 <laughs> then there was uh, the Niners Saints playoff game uh sorry guys no you're good you're good you're good that's killing us but the Niners the Niners Saints playoff game uh it was a it was a divisional game and it was considered one of the greatest games in history. Okay. Okay. And it was when the Niners. What year? What year? 2011. And okay. it was when the Niners first made their like first comeback into the playoffs. They've been shit for hell long since Steve Young. And so the energy in that stadium, Matt, it was can- through the roof. It was Candlestick Park. I seen somebody fall off the top balcony. No. Because they jumped, they're so excited. And they fell off the top. Like Jeez. it was one of the Christ. most amazing moments in sports history, and I've never felt it that. That is another moment when I felt an arena buzz like, a, and I'm not a Niner or a Saints fan, so to be in that arena or at that stadium at the yeah, time, yeah. Candlestick Park, which is legendary at its right? in its own mind, yes. and this game, which was Once it's was. considered one of the greatest fucking games in history, Alex Smith running for a touchdown, then throwing the game winner to Vernon Davis, and yeah. Vernon Davis crying, walking off the field crying. I was there yeah. for this moment, wow. and it's a great. That's amazing. I remember watching that. Stadium was buzzing like none before because it's first playoff game in San Francisco in fucking 15 years or some shit, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The energy in that stadium in Pittsburgh in Heinz Field for this last game for ben, ben, Big Ben was just like that. It was like a playoff game. It was like nothing I've ever felt in my life. I'm sure the the pop that he got when he came out of the fucking thing was yeah. incredible. Then like I saw, it. I, w- I mean, I watched the entrance, every the walkout video, yeah. every little and step felt, along felt, the way. Me just watching that 
whatever, emotional short clip mm-hmm. it made me feel a little something just because you've been I'm watching them forever fan, you've been you know? watching them forever but yeah you just you just like yeah you the know, respect you, is out yeah, there yeah there's a lot of respect and people are there yeah, yeah. they're all emotional so i flew over there uh, me and my wife we spent uh four or five days in pittsburgh uh got to go to the steelers game got to go to blue slide park which is mac miller yes. and his homies used to go there Super he made dope. an album called blue slide park yeah. all that type of the it's frick park yes. it's a place where he would go and smoke with his homies and go so fuck around blue slide park the just the nickname for frick park yeah yeah, yeah okay. because it's got the big long blue slide went, so all his homies down, would call it blue slide right? park but which, it was really called frick park yeah i went down there you went down the slide smoking a joint having the whole deal and exper- having the whole pittsburgh experience Going to Prince Manny's brothers, doing all that, it was amazing. And then uh, topping off with the Steelers game, and the Steelers getting the win, and that whole fucking thing. Yeah, yeah, uh, amazing. So, being a Steelers fan, Antonio Brown has been somebody that I'm very f- f- familiar with. Yes. Somebody that f- I, f- familiar. I is my favorite player of all time. <laughs> Who you I, were speaking about earlier? And I have or not. I have a last year. Which is I have later a in the year. I have a Antonio Brown ornament. You know what I mean? I put yeah. it on my tree. Yeah, yeah. I haven't put it on for my last three yeah. years for yes. obvious fucking reasons. But I still have the Antonio Brown ornament. I heard there's a conspiracy about one of my one of the Steelers yeah. the Steelers? One of my favorite it. football players of all time. I mean, brought me to my knees screaming, "He's the greatest of all time!" Type of thing. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. He's he's great. He has lost his fucking mind. And I'm not going to be, I'm not one of those ones that says Vontez Perfect. Did he lose his mind or the man just doing So a life. lot of people will say that Vontez Perfect hit this full in the head and lighter. since his concussion, he's never been the same, right? I don't believe that. I think that he's always been like this. The Steelers just, j- just did uh-huh. a really good job of keeping it under wraps to keep him on the field because he was such a great athlete. Yeah. So they covered up yeah, all his yeah, shit yeah. Yeah. to keep him on the field. And now there's nobody to cover his bullshit. And all. now he's jumped around to team to team. They're just like, let him be. No, this fool is not that, and he is this, and exactly, just let him be and see what the fuck he yeah. is. Yeah. But uh, why did he? Why did he walk off the field the other night? So I mean, there's reflecting why? in your mind. Why conflicting reports, right? Yeah. So Antonio Brown's side of the story is that his ankle was hurt and he was injured. He They're let his coach. Hurt. He let his coach know that he was hurt, and his coach came to the sideline and said, "Hey, get in there." He said, "My ankle's hurt. I can't go." But then. His, uh, what the lady? There's people say he's the crazy, lady though. or whatever girl he was with the night before came out and said he was playing hey, this whole hey, time. Uh, watch what I'm gonna do tomorrow. And yeah. then uh, can you look no. this girl up? Look this girl up. She's a toilet licker. Look look she licks, licks uh, toilet seats. <laughs> she's, oh, she's and he's fucking licker. her and yeah. he's probably kissing on her. She's yeah, a yeah, 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 yeah. I'm pretty sure something like that. Does she look kudo? So, anyways, Antonio Brown's side of the story was the hurt ankle. Their side of the story, the coach's side of the story, was that he was complaining about targets at halftime. Then when he came out, he was mad that he wasn't getting about targets. targets. Give she, me, give me for the insight. What does that mean? Ava Luis. means that they weren't throwing him the ball. Okay. He's complaining okay. about targets are like balls thrown towards your way. So there's receptions, the balls you catch, and the balls receptions and the balls you miss are all targets. So you get eleven targets, nine receptions, right? So he was complaining about targets at halftime, saying so he that wasn't getting his he wasn't share getting at all. The ball. He felt like he, you know, he had two million dollars in incentives that he could get off of all Man. this shit. He missed out on all this. Yep. Here, here's, That's her. Here's the toilet liquor. So she's cool. pretty. She's so pretty. She's, cool. she's, she's a good looking. She's pretty, she's pretty normal though, right? Toilets. But yeah. she's pretty average, like compared to the bitches you can get, right? She's pretty normal. Antonio Brown was beating those up the night before. Ava, I believe it. I believe Ava it. Luis. Making porn movies with her. How much you think she cost for the night? 
Oh, she had a. There was a COVID challenge where she licked toilets on OnlyFans. Well, let me ask yeah. you this though: How yeah. much do you think she makes a night to come out? I think she I did that. I would one say for about. Free. I, would I think say she did that one. We mean, for free. We, mean to come to, we mean to come out. Like for you, normal dude, you hired her. How much do you think she cost? Well, I think she would cost twenty five hundred. I would say, well, Antonio Brown's not a. No- <laughs> she ain't worth more than twenty five hundred. Antonio Brown's a He didn't pay. He don't pay. He don't pay. He didn't pay. But he didn't pay. Yeah, but so. twenty five hundred bucks, I would say maybe you even twenty five hundred. I would say even yeah, yeah. seventeen hundred. No, seventeen to twenty five is her is her deal. 2000, 2000, just two thousand straight up. I would say so. She's not she's not a top twenty five in an hour. Twenty five in an hour. No, twenty five for the night. You get her for the night. You only need an hour. Yeah, but you get her from midnight to four in the morning. Midnight to four in the morning, twenty five hundred. That's all you. So yeah, once Antonio Brown just what took his shirt off and ran around the field. Oh, he was done while the offense was on the field. Time is that are like well, so what the, the offense was on the field? What were they doing? The offense was on the it was third down, okay. it, was a, it was a big third down in the game. The third down, one quarter though, third down to one the quarter. Jets in the third quarter. Yeah. Okay. They're losing to the Jets, one of the worst teams in the NFL yep. against the defending Super Bowl champions. Yeah, we're beating them, so they're down in the third quarter. And AB on the sideline, he said, he said that he told his coach, I can't go because my ankle. Yeah. The coach says that the he said does. he was bitching about targets and can't get receptions. So the coach Who told him leave? that day. Okay, so this is undisputed. Bruce Arians like look. This is undisputed. Both yeah. Bruce Arians said that this happened, yeah. and Antonio Brown said this happened. Uh-huh. That he looked a a b or b a looked at a b. Bruce, <laughs> Bruce Arians looked yeah, yeah, at yeah, Antonio yeah, Brown. Yeah. Okay, okay, keep up, guys, and said, "Get the fuck out of here." He kicked him out. Get the fuck out of here. And AB said, out of the, AB said, okay, well, fuck you. I'm not going to wear your fucking product. I'm not going to wear your jersey. Out of the sidelines or out yeah, of the no, f- out of the stadium. Or out of the stadium. Say, get the fuck. You're not a buck anymore. Get the fuck out of here. And then <laughs> AB said, man, I ain't going to wear your shit then. All right, then and fine. Took, yeah. your, took your jersey off and threw that shit. And then he said, so here's the dispute, right? So right. AB says... My ankle was fucked up. He went and got a uh, X-ray and said that his his ankle has bone fragments in the ligaments, ligaments torn, a bunch of fucked up shit. Wear and tear. Wear and tear. Though he's gonna have to have surgery, right? And he said that's the reason why he couldn't go back on the field. But after he had taken his jersey off and thrown it and fucking ran off the field, he was running through the end zone. Oh, jump, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jumping yeah, up yeah. and down Touching on the his ankle. He was tapping the fucking, the, uh, the, what do you call it? Jumping uh, the, up and down on yeah. his ankle like it was perfectly that, fine. He was hitting the fucking uh, field goal line over and over. He kept jumping up and smacking it. And in, so in like a normal world, like if you were to uh, say you hurt, hurt your back. Like that, you couldn't do that. No, say you hurt your back, right? They would fucking, you knew you would try to do a, a workman's comp clean. And then he runs out and does deadlifts. They would send an agent to fucking follow you oh, and yeah. make sure that you ain't jumping around pumping up a crowd of 30 he said oh it's 60,000 people my adrenaline's pumping yeah. what do you think was gonna happen it's like mm. no motherfucker your ankle still hurt it doesn't matter how many motherfuckers are I'm a big AB like I said I love AB yeah. I think he has issues we all have issues mm. like I'm not throwing I'm not throwing stones from my glass house like, Never. I have fucking yeah. issues he has issues but uh, I think that he uh, definitely misused his time and his talents very wrongly. Like he's officially been released now, right? He's yes. done. He's done. He's done. I don't he know has where left. I don't know if anyone. Matt, if I've told hey. you how much millions he has left hey, on the n- table, if he could have just bit his lip, they said, him, they said like up, two though. Eat bit. the dick. Pick up, they said two million on the table. I'll take him. Eat the dick. Two million. That's what they said. Guess what? Then 
thirty-six million with the Raiders, then twenty-four million with the Steelers, Fuck then yeah. fourteen million <laughs> with the Patriots. There's right? always those, all that up. He's left over a hundred million on the table. There's probably. always one of those players Jesus. that is like a wild man, you know, that's wild like Trell Owens or fucking Marshawn Lynch. So the like, question is, remember what I've told you a long time about sometimes? Remember what I told you a long time ago? Sometimes you just gotta eat some fucking shit. Sometimes shit gets thrown at you, and you just gotta be like, fuck. Does it. he still eat it? Is he still uh-huh. gonna be enough money to live forever? You know what's crazy is yes, and you know what's of even course, crazier? Dude, he's made millions. Already. You know what's even crazier is he's such and a talented get, receiver yes. that he might get another. He's opportunity. He's gonna get picked up for at least a short period of time. He, he might. Where's he going this year? He can't oh, play really? this year. Not at all this year. He just said his ankle was fucked oh, up. Okay. And he, oh, yeah. But all play. of a sudden, he's going to go play? This play. nigga crazy. Uh, yeah. He's all, I just fuck said it. my ankle's hey, done. Take, but, hey, I'll pick that up. shit he up. He says he has to have surgery. He has to have surgery. So where would he go? Lick that toilet No, I'm just saying. If you could see him, where would you want to see him going? He could go. There's going to be a lot of. The Niners you. Not this year. We'll take you for a couple games. I mean, if you could get it, get it. Our receivers have been. Yeah, why not? We've been hurt. His ankle is having surgery. <laughs> I know, I'm just, he's yeah. having surgery on okay, his ankle. If that ankle was healthy. No, he's having surgery on the ankle. We don't he's know done what the conspiracy this year. might say. But next year, he is pending investigation and pending <laughs> all the bullshit. Jesus Christ! He's gonna get suspended for running off the field. Oh yeah, Roger he's done. Goodell, don't he's fuck done. around. He's done. You threw. Uh, the thing is, Roger Goodell and the NFL owners don't look at it as you threw the Bucks uniform yeah, on the ground. Sure. You, threw you threw an, an NFL, NFL uniform the, on and the this ground. Also NFL uniform. Yeah, you threw the NFL. Also, and you didn't ruin a Bucks game. You warned, ruined an NFL, NFL game, and yep. you ran off an yeah. NFL field. And so they're gonna they're gonna punish him for that for doing that because that's a lot of money. The NFL makes a lot of fucking money. Yeah, guys. that's also so what I was this is a big someone, business. Man. That's corporation, like a, man. A very high business, and it's not just uh, you know. No, this ain't no this ain't no slap dick. Yeah, you can't be slapping corporation. Like slap it's a corporation. You can't be doing that shit. And it, and not only that, it was the Roger Goodell hates negative stories being the biggest story of the week, and that that was there's so That's many positive, the biggest story. There was the so week. many positive stuff that came out of last week, and a lot of good stuff, like wholesome stuff that you could have taken and uh-huh. spun as a good story for the week. Yeah. The only thing that's been spun this whole week is AB and Roger Goodell hates that is all this negative press they're getting all week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the entire week has been AB stuff. Yeah. You can't get by it. So as an AB fan, somebody that um You're disappointed. Rooted, I'm I'm disappointed. I wish that he could have just bit his fucking lip and, you know, tucked his dick into his asshole for a couple of years and he would have been a Hall of Famer. It would have been a hall of fucking now you're the talent. toilets. Yeah, you're you're literally kissing a bitch that was licking to- toilets. Is uh, he kissing her though, or is he just fucking her? You don't gotta kiss that's her. Good, that's good. That's true. He wants to kiss her. You don't he gotta kiss to. her. He needs He's one of them motherfuckers that. I see that like, that are in the pornos that see they another dude him. that see another dude fucking this bitch in her hey. pussy, and then homie comes along and goes Lex still, Lex still. And I'm like, why would you eat her pussy after you saw homie just killing guts in it? But there's them dirty motherfuckers out there that will shoot in. He wants to lick that butthole after it's been. Yeah. yeah, I'm yeah. like, you're a sick son of a bitch. He wants yeah. to eat Skittles out of her butthole. Hey, they're hey, R- hey, come out. Yeah. R.A.P. Skittles, by the way. Yeah. R- this this R- is the third R- anniversary to Skittles. Skittles, hey. Skittles, the flamingo. R- if, you're not, 
If you're not in sure. tune with fl- Skittles of Flamingo, go back a few episodes. You might find something like that. I'm not a hater, For but sure. if you're out there and you watch our show and you're struggling, my nigga, we love you, whoever you are. Hey, you we know. fucking love you. Straight up. Hey. Yeah, for real. You guys want to do song picks? Yeah, let's do a song pick. Sure. Let's go. Let's do it. Song pick? Song, song picks. picks. Of the motherfucking week. Of the motherfucking week. 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 Motherfucking week. Who goes first? Week. I'll go first. Are we doing LR songs? No, we're bumping gangster hits. No, whatever gangster. you want. LR songs. No, whatever, whatever you want. I thought we do this. I thought we do this. You thing. know how we <laughs> do whatever this. Whatever you want to do, I will say. I'll do LR. Yes. Um, I'll go first. Yeah. I'm going first. Uh, how are you going to go first? Hit us with an l Hit it with an l We're going with my favorite, my f- favorite l Ronius songs. One that I sure. mentioned to him while we were in it. Yeah. Uh, Erroneous. It's Hop. There you go. Yeah. Off of yes. a, yeah. one of his... Great albums. Fuck yeah. This isn't hop. That is a commercial. Hey, that man. was not part of his song. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I'm sorry. We, we Damn, it's mom's cell a hundred times. Alright, so this right here. Is this, everything yeah. okay? Come on. <laughs> this Come is Elroneous with Hop. Hell yeah. We about to hit it with the anthem this time, Jen. Yeah, I slang hop. For the hippest of fiends And I be living my dreams While they be living my things I slang hop non-stop If it's right then roll And I dedicate this jam To my folks with soul It goes hop For the hippest of fiends And I be living my dreams While they be living my things I slang hop non-stop If it's right then roll And I dedicate this jam To my folks with soul I be the LR Never fell far from the tree I push the powerful Purposely to please And these be the leaves That the family peeves With the need just to see them all Flowing in the breeze The MC creed That I cling to and coach Is to lead with my folks And reach for my hopes And maybe we can toast To the highs I provide And the lines I reside And the battles I survive I never take a dive I'm the odds on fade With the lost world flame I syncopate strain See I stimulate the brain And penetrate the person Versing with a thirst and exerted to be certain the king of the circuit out of limit in an urban my version of heat bursting out the kitchen like a flame erroneous the name no games I speak softly a super slick wordsmith so chill I'm frosty hop for the hippest of fiends and I be living my dreams while they be living my things I slang hop non-stop if it's right then roll and I dedicate this jam to my folks with soul it goes hop for the hippest of fiends And I be living my dreams While they be living my things I slang hop non-stop If it's right, then roll And I dedicate this jam To my folks with soul I slang hop Hip Hip Hop Hip Come on Hip Come on See, I slang hop For the way I make my job talk Similar to life walk Stepping in my kick Spit hop Hip, make the metronome skip, keep the hustle so subtle, the others might miss. Hell, Ronnie on the mix, I'm that righteous misfit. I'm inclined to twist this with a mystic lip trick. And L is just a prefix for sick, sick edicts. A lyric only leaders with stripes like Adidas to light up all arenas. Seniors and senoritas, divas, street teachers, mind readers, smoking reefer, dealers, misleaders, over eager bush leaguers, schemers and dream weavers, and most of all the sleepers. So hard, bro. That rhyme scheme right there is so fucking good yeah, dude i know it's really good stripes uh, like adidas lyr- lyrically man oh. a great link uh, very linguist. good 
a great linguist. He's got a really good rhyme scheme too. Yes. You know what I mean? Oh, so yeah, dude. Right. Very intelligent yeah, with his words, and then also very precise with yeah. where he placed them. Yeah, as you well. can tell he's an intelligent right. man. I got a great wordplay. Hey, Shout yeah, out what, to what you got over there. Uh, this one's from Prince. Suicide Boys. No, this is from Prince. I'm Prince. fucking with you. This is erroneous. Go ahead and give me doctrines of the lip swift. <laughs> yes. A raw elements quest. New doctrines of the lips. My saga follows all the mega segments and roads. Staying true to the code, I let the facts unfold. And if the road is blocked, I lock my sense of people's no scope. And at the time provoke, I let the words be spoke. Because of street scenes, hip hop fiends are being stringed along. Elroni is the drama bum. Record player rhyme sayer has come to reemerge a true burst the verb one from a flock of folks. Sons and daughters, behold, I walk that cobblestone road that holds the moldings of my destiny. The rest will be told. Caressing age old ecstasy, my lifeline. So vividly prophesized in the eyes of a gypsy black. Tells of elves, poetry is the epitome. Vicinity, Cali by the bay of pigs. Sun rays and strange twist of rhyme. On the west side, five lines with a skyline full of Elway. To tell days of melee. And that's the tune the craft I do to the craft they smooth is done. Spun in a funnel of phrases comes the sun. Or teacher to release the next school slogan begun. Elevation, Elmania, or elitism, pick one. I got a universal stethoscope test of dope action. Bump in like a heartbeat to spark me. What's up? Some brothers claim they rap, but do they really know the drum? Till I'm done, I transfix motion. Yo, my saga follows all the mega segments and roads. Staying true to the code, I let the facts unfold. And if the road is blocked, I lock my sense of people's on scope. And at the time provoked, I let the words be spoke. Yeah, beyond the undone calm, Don Spawn, Elroni is the green song. Along list of deeds believe remarkable. Disarmament, the spark of made of insight. To life, to live, to breathe, and ease my trouble. Shit, we double humble visionaries. Barren rhymes with no master hide, no basket out of shadow. Ride, find ladder terrain, and scatter brain, endeavor, severing whack ties. To mastermind the destiny of I and I stop. To make it poppable, my poetry that forms around my optical drop. If four degrees of full chill and 96 in post air, to feel the bill provided. So rhymes combine the delight with insight of magnitude to batter due to splatter crews exposing vocal views to light. Dig it, my plight. Yo, my saga follows all the mega segments of Shut up, Elronius. I let the facts Fucking shout out to Elronius. Check him out on Bandcamp. Check Doctrines him out of Lip Swift Music. Check him out on Spotify, YouTube, wherever, man. Check him out. Uh, he almost, yeah, dude, he's always yes. coming with that hard shit, man. How's that ass looking over there? Very nice. <laughs> so, so nice. So nice. <laughs> I look over at my boy's face team and some ass. <laughs> Sniff that shit. What you got? Lick that shit. What you got shit. for me, Sigga Sig? Hey, give me Speaking Easy by our man, L.R. Uh, this is a Jake you, one you, Are you fucking joking on air? <coughs> is this a COVID joke? Are you okay? You all right? I'm not over here. Let me ask you this. You got me. Does the man not sound like a little bit lightweight? That, that, it's super, super that vibe, though. I get the vibe. It's awesome. Hip hop. You get the hip hop. I love it. This is hip hop, homie. Hit it to me, sick. Erroneous with Speaking Easy. Speaking Easy. Shout out to LR. What? Erroneous, ha, 
diversify, yeah. Imaginarium, that was what I'm telling them now. Beyond there. See, we angels with dirty faces, the first taste is mine. I drifted from the fog, looking at my crystal ball, where my calls are designed. Raw, flawless to shine on a totem, cause I hone them and fold them to mow my mastery with a swift kiss to the mouthpiece. The scene turns warm and cloudy with a drowsy effect, etching a seaside set up a semicircle staircase with a bare face with a rare taste in rhyme, resides and recites through double light. Mike streets heights with sights, no longer strong or dominant. With a long view from the bottom, it's hard to be an optimist. No more, no more, the octopus. I trust like army sergeant. In heat, peak to expand beyond man's craft, complete with the amenities to boost it made for centuries. An immense day meant to be exceptionally sublime, conceptually a dime. A recipe for mine. See, I marinate the rhyme, then I serenade the sky and fly away to my hideaway where I convey the happenings. And every rap I swing, it seems the whole thing's clear. Yet it's all up in here, vocalizing. I see it submerged in a cloud of smoke. Open, speaking easy. Check it out. Now when I'm speaking, grab a hold on, take a breath, get a grip, cause I travel down 10,000 leagues through the depth of my rhymes, lead me on, trip on rhymes, flipped and dipped in dope sauce, no flaws and flow, cause I take it where I wanna go, I take it on a ride, under the influence of rhyme and time travels become clear, same nigga, new year, who here can attest to that, most MCs at best are whack, now figure that, I bend the facts like Patagon, in a way of abstract, post-pack letter bombs, or televalls through the halls of yes, yes, y'alls, at best I'm all that, in present I'm all this. A teeny granting rhymes to caress your mind's wish I find it only hard to swallow if you're hollow in your ways Come let me raise your child in a meadow A rhythmic pedal pop plants at our pants And rhyme trances time ends our lazy days Speaking easy Check it out Yeah Speaking easy Check it out Beyond that Speaking easy Check it out Elroni Speaking easy, check, check it out. Beyond that, yo. I rip and roam the unknown zones. The coat flows, the intricate crafted my shit. While terms are here and dear men, shaking the hemisphere with the chronicles and the life of a self-proclaimed genius with the meanest cold style. Face evolved out, wild and sometimes floss. In my memoirs for Mars, no hellos I hide my amplified device. My tantalize your eyesight, stacking rounds to puzzle minds like labyrinths through the minds. Right nights for the pickings, the renditions of a madman, Mr. Gant advanced, avalanche expansive, unmasked in the dark with a spark to mark the rise of the. Titans write riddles in my journal on the external factors. A man in all its glory, a syncopated soldier story. For those who fell before me, shape shit. Like a facelift with no hint to the previous, to, to the, the base kick. And a way bit content to offend the envious. Elronius, synonymous with a bomb shit regardless. This drop is just a taste, take it in, then exhale and embrace. Hey, I'm speaking easy. Speaking easy. That's just dope right there. For sure. Elronius was speaking easy. And what we were talking about is, I think this is exactly what you're looking for. When you're looking for hip-hop music, when you're looking for, like, something that expresses, like, first, people like us, we, we want to show people the music that we love, right? So we're like, this is hip-hop music. And it was always, like, that question, like, what is the song that you show them to show them what hip-hop music is? Yes. And something like that right there is right. like some people would would kind of say that that was a little bit too much, a little too much hip hop. It's it's too on par. It's too uh, too obvious hip hop. But it's it's perfect. 
it's oh that's, that's in every sense right of the there. word that it's hip-hop. perfect hip hop because it's good beats, good lyricism, oh, yeah. good rhythm. Or does it just good, feel right? It just feels right. Feels that's what I'm right, saying, dude. It feels right. It's, it's just the weird tempo, to say that. The, it's weird to it, say that. Right. It's the type of song that but you look true. for when you're trying to show somebody what yes. hip hop is. Hey, yes, that's the hey. type of song that you need to show them. Like, it's, it's something like that by Elroy. None of the lyrics speakeasy. are being like fucking repeated. Over overly used. He's not trying to be wild and stupid. He's yeah, just he's trying just, to. He's give not you trying a to run off a of one word, rap. one no, word rhyme. He's yeah. not trying to do some crazy rhyme scheme. He's just like, hey, check it out. This is what it is up front, fucking yeah. straight in your face. Yeah, punch you in the face. Yeah, yeah. Every line is a bar. Yeah. Every bar is a line. And yeah, it, yeah. it's Man. it's three minutes of great fucking hip hop. Means four minutes, four oh five of great music. Go listen to Elroneous yes. speaking easy. Yeah. You can find it on YouTube. You can fi- yeah. go get it. Download the album on. On uh, Bandcamp and all that, bro. Elronius, thank you so much yeah. for coming through. Yeah, uh, yeah. For sure. Thank that, you cause, so much. Like we said, like, it's always been a struggle for people like us to show people what hip-hop is, right? To be like, mm-hmm. we like this type of music. And they're like, oh, yeah, you like rap music. It's like, no, 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 no. We like hip-hop. Like, we yeah. like this type of music. And it's yep. like, what song do you show them? Yeah, you know, a, a lot of times I, I swear to like some Sage Francis or right. or some Slug, some yeah, atmosphere. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. We you start at the ground level, Grouch and Eli, right? Soul's a little too deep, a little too deep, a little too deep deep right off the bat. You gotta you gotta ease him into the souls, but you hit him with that. But like, Erroneous has that perfect beginner level. It's not even I hate to level put it at beginner level because it's it's just that perfect mode of like right in the middle where it's easily digested and easily listened to, and it sounds so clean and perfect you know what i mean like it sounds like perfectly placed yeah everything about it. Sure. hip-hop yeah, music yeah. it's hip-hop music and that's what we love perfectly about perfectly hi- placed together what we loved about hip-hop music as kids was like mm-hmm. the perfectly placed the way that these fools were able to place their words perfectly with the beat yeah you know that's what we loved about idea and abilities and yes. so something about erroneous right. is just so easily done it's yeah. like i said I don't want to say beginner level, but it's so entry level that you can hear it and know that that right there mm. is a certain genre, a certain world that oh, I've yeah. never heard before. It's yeah. hip-hop music. Yeah. Hey, man. Check him out. Elronius. Checkmate. Checkmate. <laughs> <laughs> Checkmate. No, but L- LR, thank you again very much for joining us, man. That was. A- thank you, Sig, for getting that. Setting that up, man. Thank you, everybody in this fuck. Thank you, Thomas. You know what? Thank dude? you, Matt. Hey, I almost died, man. I appreciate you Did guys. You? Appreciate you guys, man. <laughs> man. I don't hey, know. Tease a piece. Tease a piece. Cross the street. Tease a piece. Cross the Hey, just losses. going back to what we talked about at the very hit him, beginning. Hit him, hit him. Did you like the new Matrix? Yeah. No, it was trash. Yes, let's get into this. It was trash, fucking trash, huh? man. Huh? Matt, this is your time to shine right now. Listen, guess what? This is your weird. Three out of five. And I'd give that a three out of five, but if it was that. Out of a ten, I'd give it a fucking four out of ten. Okay, okay, out of a four <laughs> though, because yeah. it's three out of four. This is the fourth. But this video. is the, okay. So, so if what? we're going on, if we're going on a one out of five scale, no, we're going out of one out of four because no, no, there's no, four of them. But this is all steep. You got to be. If you're going on a one out of five, I'd give it a two out of five, maybe three. If you're going on a one out of ten, I give it a three out of five, maybe a four. Well, I said it's one out of four. <laughs> okay, so now one out of ten, I give him a three point five. Well, three out of five <laughs> equals out to be a D, a six out of ten, a sixty percent. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like trash. A D. So you're getting a D. 
You know, I what, just what do you hate about it? I don't like the fact that Keanu looks so old I and agree. he couldn't even, he was so stiff. When they shaved his head and made him all bald, he and, was uh, so stiff. He looked weird. And like, then they should have did that. Me and my lady were laughing because he had Trinity behind him. And he was going like this. Wish her head was oh, no, oh, no, good God. Good <laughs> God. The Matrix has come. Keanu Reeves has come into fucking uh, fruition and reality right here through the Matrix. All I can say is that Keanu's dropping beers, <laughs> but it w- still wouldn't give me an extra number, my buddy. You still mad? got a 3.5. Man. Neo, oh, you are mad. the one. It you wasn't did, good. It wasn't good. You didn't, you didn't okay, like okay, the okay. new... Did you get it? Did you watch... The uh the Bill and Ted, the new Bill and Ted. Yes. Okay, tell me, tell me. Now compare the new Matrix to the new Bill and Ted. Get Where do you this. get it? The Bill and Ted was better than the Matrix. Yes. Number one. And number two, we watched with this the daughters. Disney. With the daughters? We watched this Disney movie that was like a bootleg Coco, but it's a brand new Disney movie about the house being alive. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it? I have not. It's a daughter movie that you watch with your girls. I'll probably watch it's it. It's about it's a Disney movie about this girl. Who everybody in the family gets special powers, but she didn't get one. And you go to a door when you're born, and it gives you a special power. And everybody in her family's getting a special power, and she didn't get one. So the grandma thinks that she's cursed and she's fucking the family over. It's a Disney movie, really good. This was way better than The Matrix, hey. and I'm not even does a da- hater. Does the dad die in the beginning of the Disney Matrix? No, 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 no. Nobody's dying except for the. the everybody's got to realize that this house is alive. Everybody's got special power. It's like a Coco Part 3. Okay. Super good, super good. How's, so The Matrix. Way better than The Matrix. What's the problem with The Matrix? That it sucks. That's the problem. There's not... Why real. exactly? Because there's no real fucking Morpheus. Morpheus even knew. He made an interview before the movie came out saying that he was afraid to be in the movie because he knew it would be a flop. Is that what he said? Yes. Number two... When the new Matrix is in it, or the new Morpheus in it, he's, he looks like him, but I mean, like, why? I don't really like his acting too much. Me neither. They also keep showing the flashbacks to the little clips of okay. the old movie. So let's be real. Of the old Morpheus. Those clips of the, of the old movie yeah. weren't supposed to be like clips. Does Lawrence Fishburne get paid for all those clips being Who knows? Fucking shit. Who knows? I'm sure he does. But they also are like, you know what? Those clips are supposed to be the new game he built, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. So how do they have the exact movie in a game that he built? Yeah. I mean... Supposedly he died when him and Trinity crashed. Yeah. In part three when I was Shroomin' Weibos. Shroomin' Weibos called this man and goes, Hey, man, I'm an oxygen molecule. Oh, at the very end, though, it looked like he might survive, though. <laughs> they could have revived him or whatever, right? It's like, Is it real? Is it fake? Is it real? Because supposedly they could could make him every time they want, they were saying. Anytime they want to bring him back, because he already died. You still listen to, uh, um, this is important. Wait a minute. That's not where we're at. We're at the Matrix, you fucking guy. So you said this is. Not, not lately. Not lately. But this man. I'm almost, they do this. I'm almost they up. said they could always bring him back whenever they want because he's just a part of the mainframe. He's not a person anymore because he died in the third one. Who the uh, Neo. Neo? Neo and Trinity. Okay. Because in the new Matrix, I like the idea. He has a fake face, and I it's like, not him. Only he can see himself yeah, as being Neo. He's an old guy. No, but he's no, actually no. like in his 80s no. or 90s. Yeah. No. No. Hold on. 
I think they see him. The the people see him as the old guy. Yeah, yeah. He's everybody really, does. He's really everybody a young does. guy because he never ages. Is he because, really a young guy or is fucking? Because he's like, uh, come on, Keanu can barely tell move. Him, tell Keanu's him trash, man. Are we he can barely. Games? Move. Are we I'm not playing these yeah, games are they, with are anybody. Are they, are they trying to make? Sig. Hold on, are they trying to make us think that Neo looks? Keanu sucks. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I, I like love the Keanu. Idea. I the very beginning, the beginning where he's like, you're talking Matrix. Mr. Anderson. You're talking speed. All that shit, and then it kind of. Tell you guys something. Tell you guys something. Point Break. They just came out with Matrix. Netflix is making a movie. Huh? Uh, Leo and Leo. somebody else is producing it. It's called Keanu. Sucks. And the star, <laughs> the star actor is Keanu Reeves. No, you're lying. I swear to God, look it up. It's Netflix. A, it's a, it's a Netflix a series, a new series. Uh, Leo, can you look up Leo? Uh, Leo Keanu Netflix series. That's all you got to put in. Damn. And that'll tell you they're making a new series. Leano. It's on Hulu, actually. It's Hulu? Yeah. I got Hulu. What is I got it? Hulu. What do you got? What do you got? Well, that's what he says of the third. So let me ask you this. Can you show a man's feet, or is he still pigeon-toed? Because you can't show Keanu's feet. He's pigeon-toed since day one, man. Is he? Yeah, I swear to God. That? That, look it up. You can never show Keanu's feet in any movies ever Real been talk, in because he's pigeon Between all of us. Wrong or right? Am I between wrong? Between all of us But here. have you heard that yes, before? Yes. yes, yes. Heard See? It's not a lie. I've heard that if you, if it looks like a rat and smells like a rat, it must It be lives in New York and eats pizza. <laughs> Listen here. And I thought that uh, Keanu was part of uh, Ed's apartment or whatever. What was oh, it called? Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, he's not. no it's um, it's uh, I thought it's that was Keanu. It's, I thought that was Keanu the it's whole time. It's not Keanu though, right? No, it's Wait, uh, it's it's uh, Tom's apartment. It was an MTV movie. Con- something Con yeah, Connell or something. His toe like is that. a little in right here. I don't know. It was Ed's. No, it's Al's. Ed's. Tim's. Tom's apartment. It's, it's, something it's, like that. I remember it's, seeing it's, that in the theater. Might be a little in. He might he's pigeon toed the fuck up. Whatever that means. He's Look at it's Joe's. <laughs> it's Joe's apartment. <laughs> Joe's apartment. Is that Keanu Reeves? Look up Joe's apartment no, no, though. No, Let me no, see no, who no, it no. is. I want to see who like, Joe's apartment is. It looks is. like Keanu. I always thought that was him. It's the fake. It's the fake Keanu Reeves. This is Giano Jeeves. Jerry O'Connell? Yeah, Jerry O'Connell? O'Connell? Yeah. No way. Yeah. Let me see. Yeah. Joe? Yeah. yeah. yeah that's Joe's him. apartment? Show yeah. me this. Yeah. Well, that's him right there. Like. Look at it. Look at it. That's not key. That's show me Joe's apartment. Watch though. Joe's apartment. No, no, no. Look, show just me like Joe's that apartment. Yes. Though. I don't want to see yes. this fucking handsomely studly man in a pick. I want to see Joe's apartment. Remember that apartment being grimy with roaches everywhere, yeah. and the roaches were yeah. talking. Well, that's his face right there, and it looks just like him. I don't know, man. That isn't like Joe's apartment to me. I remember roaches in the green background. Okay, but between me and you, I went to the theaters to see that. There between it is. me and you. With the theaters, just like this. that. Me too. Between me and you. Good. Do yeah, you like think that, that Speed movie. Two is better than Speed One? You're on drugs <laughs> and a half. This is a boat. Is this the boat? Yes. I You're think on Speed drugs. Two's better. Keanu's not even in Speed Two. No, no, I think Speed Two's Only better. Only fine ass Sandra Bullock's yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, Sandy holds it down. You're tripping. I think Speed Two. The boat when they crash up on the shore yes. and they make love under the yes. dashboard is so bootleg. It's good. The dude with the golf clubs uh, and the you, bombs and the leeches you, and the leeches. Are you it's telling good. me that Speed One is not even in that category <laughs> no, of badass? Not Speed Two. <laughs> speed Two shits on Speed One. So Speed Two is a one through how many for you? <laughs> it's like a one through ten on Speed Two. What do you get? Speed, speed two? two is an eight. Speed what the fuck? <laughs> speed One is a five. You're a fucking liar. No, Speed Two is on another level. Of, of where? 
on the level of golf clubs and bombs and dudes with leeches to put them <laughs> so on the body. Happy. Golf clubs, leeches, and bombs are the are the details. Over of the a movies. bus that jumps I, a gap. I gotta. All watch you got Speed is two. a bus that jumps a gap. I gotta watch Speed Two again, man. Because I <laughs> all never you gave got... Speed Two. That guy's a geek, bro. There's a deaf girl. He's a geek. There's a deaf girl that doesn't know how to get home to her dad, and he helps her get home to her dad through the elevator. The guy's a fucking as the geek. as the boat's flooding. Guy's a geek, bro. Over Keanu. And then there's the Jamaican dude that oh, they have to tired. take his boat. He's tired. I remember. Keanu that. took his that. car. Yeah, they took he his boat. Took his boat. I I get that. I get okay. that. Okay. And Sandra, and the dude had a. You think he's a geek? You think Guess what he did? Do you think Guess if Sandra had fake tits, she'd be hotter? Yes. 100%. Way hotter. Hundred percent, bro. You know she what? was hot back in. But the, you when think she this was guy's wearing a that geek? Arizona Cardinal shit? She was hot. You think bro. that wasn't Arizona? No, Wildcats. What was she wearing? Wildcat. What was it though? Uh, AS, not ASU. ASU's the Dev Sun Devils. Uh, Arizona State and University of Arizona. I don't know. She was she's wearing U of A shit. One of them. Was it U of she's A shit? Yeah, she was hot, bro. Hey, look of Sandra Bullock in the first speed. First All I gotta speed. say, she was listen hot. here. You think he's a nerd in, in number two? He dove under. You know how Keanu, Keanu went under the bus to undo the bomb? Then they went under the boat. He went under the boat oh, and untied God. shit from the propeller, bro. Jesus. From the propeller. Jesus. Keanu could have blew up any time. Keanu would not yeah. be able to handle that. Yeah, fuck yeah, I do. Okay, now go speed two I'm not going to lie, bro. If that bitch, you if your lady time came up, home up. with that haircut, you wouldn't fuck the shit out of her puss? Haircut. I would speed fuck that wouldn't. puss up. Speed two haircut. Speed two haircut. Dude, she's way hot. hotter. She's way, way hotter. Hot. Speed hot. She's still oh, yeah. hot, bro. Oh Sandra Bullock. Dog. You see her like in a speed two. Speed two. Show him. That's her there. Go back. Go back. Speed two for the win. She's that's way hotter speed. there. She's way hotter. That's a fake wig she's bro, what's got. What's going on over here? Is he? Oh, okay. Speed two not... for the she's win. She's surfing bro. in speed two. Show me speed one picks. Sandra Bullock speed one. Just show speed one. Sick. Just tell this guy that speed two is way better than speed <laughs> I one. Mean, I think she's hotter in speed two. But is she but better in speed one or yeah, two? Speed two, At bro. What? And being a whore, Sig. <laughs> yeah, that's her best part. Being a whore, Sig. Her best attribute. Better at what? <laughs> this podcast took a whore dive. <laughs> okay, we're out of the... There she is with her little uh, sweater on. Wild She's cat. hot, bro. Wild She's cat. hot, She's bro. She's a wildcat. She's a wildcat right She's there, a wildcat. She didn't... She, her shaved... She's shaved right Driving there. Driving that bro. Because she is shaved up right there. Uh, just a shout out. I never looped the outro. Just to let you guys know. Hey, stay on post. Okay, stay on post. Hey, we're good. also... We're Real quick, looking forward to uh, the return of the Righteous Gemstone Ooh, Sunday. Yes. Sunday Me too. Season Me too. two Sunday, We're baby. in it. We're in it, baby. I'm, I'm in it. And we'll report back I feel like here they, I feel like they in two quick. weeks like for Righteous Gemstone. Have you been watching the new Boba Fett? What? No. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> you guys are sleeping. <laughs> you asked me that before. You didn't watch Mandalorian. Okay, see, no, see, Have I, you seen Mandalorian? I, I did not. Never I, I did not. killer. I'm so, new Boba so Fett. far behind. behind. Listen, is that on Disney Plus? Yes, can I just explain Disney this. Plus. Explain my part in this world. How do you not like Mandalorian? Can I explain my part you in this like world. You like niggas with lasers killing other niggas? I haven't tried it yet. Can I, I to drive bys with lasers? I don't have Disney Plus. <laughs> drive bys with lasers. I just want to explain my part in this world. Yeah. Yes, I just want to tell you <laughs> that I'm so far behind on Star Wars I'm stuff. I'm riding for them niggas. The niggas is drive bys with lasers. I enjoy it. I enjoy it uh, all the way to the fullest. But I'm Crazy. so far behind. It's so hard to catch up. It's the same way that I feel about 
uh, uh, not Avengers, but Marvel movies. I'm so I ended. Oh fuck, yeah. Marvel! I stopped I watching behind. Marvel at fucking the Infinity fan. Wars, not or a whatever fan. the last. Not a fan. Whatever of the fast, yeah, yeah. last Avengers. Me, me too. Same here. The last Avengers not, movie. I haven't gone further than that. Fuck Marvel. I'm gonna watch the new Spider-Man. I think. Just watch the new Boba Fett for me, please. Just it's two episodes. One's 38 I minutes. Get, one's 52. I'm so far behind. I'll give it to you if you watch it. Let me know. I'm so far behind. Good. It's good, dude. Give me that P dub. It's really good. Yeah. All right. I wouldn't lie. I like, mind checking it out. It I, would be different if it wasn't good, but it's good. It's a lot of niggas talking shit and then pulling drive-bys with lasers. But doof, 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 doof. And the fools are like, whoa, stop that nigga. And but have like, you watched all the Star Wars movies? Yes. See, I have not watched all the Star Wars movies. I'm out on all the new stuff. The classics. Old, I feel like the old one. No, the, the, the new stuff three, is though. classics. The, the stuff that came out two years ago. Old shit's classic. I'm talking I'm talking the original three. Do not do not communicate with all these other bullshit ones that came out before this. It goes the original but three. But can you watch the new stuff, yes, Mandalorian yes, and all that, and yes. still be connected? Because Mandalorian's about a man who's a fucking badass who's taking care of Yoda's You understand son. where I'm coming from? I feel yeah. like I can't watch the For new sure. stuff without no, watching can't. all the new Star Wars, the three uh, new yeah, Star yeah, Wars yeah. movies there's that I haven't lot, watched. There's a lot of mo- Star Wars movies. Yeah, I haven't watched the new Star Wars movies ex- uh, from the last the the three that came out I mean, in two thousand Samuel L. Jackson might be the last one I watched. That Mandalorian shit though has nothing to do with all the other shit. The Mandalorian shit is just him, his search, his fight, his war. He's done. That's it. Now he sent off little Yoda to go be a so motherfucker. Now, Boba Fett. now we go on Boba Fett. Now you go on his story. Now Boba Fett has his own story of how this nigga just living his life, okay. fighting niggas, getting his fucking getting his credentials Are together. Are you excited about uh uh Righteous Gemstones? Yes. Yes, I'm excited. I'm excited for my boy Baby Billy. Baby I want to see back. Baby Billy. Baby Billy, Baby Billy, come, Billy come back. Billy come back. Should, come back it should be sure. good. Baby That's Billy's a boss. I'm bro. excited about that. I'm excited about uh some UFC in the new year. It's going to be a good UFC year. Yeah. Yes, sir. A real, good year in the real, UFC. Real quick, Go, I want to give a, a shout-out that we didn't get to do last uh, podcast episode. Just, uh, you know, a lot of the artists that were on uh, our episodes Please fucking do last year. Please right. do this. Shout-out to Harmon Warhol. Shout-out to Oscar Goldman. Yes. Shout-out to Ursat Splinter. Yes. Illogic. Yes. Equipto. Yes. Boom Bat Project. Please do. What? Orko Elohim. Yes. What? Lil Six. Yes. What? Renda Heat Monster. Yes. What? And Chesky. And hey, Mushrooms. Thank you, thank you so much. Shout-out hey, to the Mushrooms. Shout-out to, yeah, shout-out to the fucking Mushrooms, too. The Mushrooms ran All the right, show hey, for a year. Hey, it's ran it for, keep running it. Shout out to yeah, the Diaz. Shout might, out to they Diaz. Might be back for a yeah, Chris bit. Diaz came Diaz. through. Shut us down Fucking with some real, more. Realize. A realize oh, that shout situation. Shout out to realize. Shout out to realize. Shout hey. out to Alec Manley for coming through. Oh, You're yeah. a bitch, shout Alec. Oh, oh sorry, sorry. Forgive me. Forgive me. Forgive me. Christ, I'm calling realize. We're calling realize TV right now. Dubs. We've had uh we've had a lot of people come out this year. Thank yep. you, everybody. Thank you, Milk Crates and Microphones. Uh, the milk people for checking us if, out. If we oh. missed you, you know who you are. Yeah, and we thank, fucking love you. Thank you for everyone. Boom bat project. Yeah, no damn cell phone. Uh, yeah. Boom bat project. I, I, I threw it out. I threw it out. Who you call? I threw Steven, him out. Nigga. But uh, hey, we appreciate that. Let me stay on. And we appreciate yeah, nigga, you. Stay on for a second. Steven uh, comes on. We set. golden. Um, twenty twenty two, baby. Twenty twenty two. We got a lot of good things going on. Like I said, I'm hoping I get a new studio built for you people. We're gonna have new effects. New new. Hopefully, my goal is really to get a person that can push the buttons and do that type of thing. I've been saying that for a long time. That's yeah. that's really my uh, 
on my wish list. The oh, top look of at my him, look at him, look at him, look at him. Friday sure. night, Nick came in. You. you know why? You know why? Because the fool that owned the fucking Action right. Park, you know that fool's name. Steven Movie. He was motherfucking. <laughs> he was I never Mobile. seen another Movie Hill in my whole life. <laughs> He's going through a suing. Right? He's getting sued right yeah. now. And I know your bitch ass grandpa had. <laughs> fucking, had <laughs> That's a Shawnee move. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah. So thank you everyone that joined us for 2021. 2022 is going to be a big year. Milk crates and microphones for yep. everybody. Yep. Um, yep. Especially for us. So can't wait. So yep. he done ignored it two times now. He a bitch. Thank you guys very much for joining us. Uh, if you haven't watched our videos, go check them out on YouTube, Milk Crates and Microphones. You can also follow us on Instagram, see a lot of good shit. Also, catch us out on all your podcast apps. Go Google Milk Crates and Microphones, and you'll find out where to listen to us. Thank you, my boy, Infamous, for coming out and doing your thing again tonight. Thank that you. motherfucker's only lived for so long, That's but right. this Milk Crate shit's going to last forever, so I'm going to keep it real. This your boy, the infamous nonsense, and I appreciate the fuck out of you. Because guess what? God didn't create this shit, but we did. And we're going to continue to create this shit every other week. So thank you, and I appreciate the fuck out you. Peace the motherfuck out. Hell yeah. Hey, my boy, infamous, does his business right, gets his shit in, and tells you exactly how it is. And that's what we do here at Milk Crates and Microphones every other Friday night. You can find us here with our boy, Nonsense and my boy Sig Sig JS3 Thank you so much for coming out Thank you for setting up the interviews Thank you for doing everything you do for us Thank you Thank you And hey 2022 baby Big year Check us out Hey Milk Race and Microphones You already know Yeah this is the podcast That's going to kick off this year This is the first podcast Of the 2022 year The calendar year And I promise you I said it a lot of times in the past. I said this is the year of the Lord, the year of the guests, but I promise you 2022 is different, yo. It's, it's different. different. We it's out different. here, and we're going to be doing it's this. It's the year of the silent soldier. It's the year of the silent soldier. You For heard real. it here first, 2022. The year of the silent soldier, the dog. The silent if you're going to make it and you're well enough to come on the show, please do. Check it out. And, hey, as always, do not cure yourself, America, because oh, we love you. Peace the fuck out. Peace, 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 peace. Shout out motherfucking Kev Pro forever, motherfucker. We live in it. Say goodnight, John. <laughs> Good night, John.